When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Hey, everybody. This is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line plot holes a gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven We do God's work There are women and children in there Yeah. 
and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. We are continuing Nick August Cage. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With 2014's Outcast. My baby don't mess around. Totally weren't making Outcast jokes the entire movie. Uh, but babe, Steve, <clears throat> I don't know if you know this. What we're not alone for this one. What? Yeah. Well, I don't know about mustachios throughout this movie, but we brought in a mustachio <gasps> expert, <laughs> Daniel from the Mustachio Podcastio. Welcome, Daniel. What is up? It is good to be back on the show. The last time I was on, I had just gotten broken up with, and I was not at a hundred percent. So today you're getting a much more fresh face, Daniel. So, I mean, still a shit face one, but much more fresh face. So I'm happy to be back. And, you know, before we started recording, it sounds like you might have found a new, uh, at least temporary co-host and, you know. Yeah, you know, I... (laughs) What do you mean, co-host? Oh, he's talking about. Uh, I believe we'll, we'll, having her on the we'll, show. We'll refer, we'll refer to her as Lady uh, Lady Yoga Pants. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't imagine having a co-host. I don't know if I could handle that. Oof. I don't know how Eddie does it with the bloody bits. Oof, that's a lot of work handling those. Uh, well, two. I, I mean, just for an episode. <laughs> yeah, for an All episode, right, so, I could have. I could handle it for an episode. So the key yeah. is just the, one the key is move in with your co-host. It's much easier, right, Steve? Yeah, I mean that's what Eddie does with. Uh, yeah. Candace, and, yeah, uh, Candace lives what, in his basement. And Colleen, Candace, yeah, yeah. Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what uh, Brendan and Nathan with what were they thinking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ask the Godfather. Exactly. The wrestler. WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer, the Godfather. He knows what's up. <laughs> And if you don't know what we're talking about, was it their 200th episode? 200th, uh, five-year anniversary. <laughs> That's right, their five-year anniversary. <laughs> gave wow. a, he gave a special cameo in that episode. And An anniversary we, we basically just told him, hey, it's our friends Brendan and Nathan's, their five-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. then he took it from there. Oh, and we told them that they had a talking monkey, or that they, oh, uh, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. a pet monkey. He was the one who figured out they had a talking monkey. And oddly enough, might be that they were potheads. What? I know. I know. We didn't say that. <laughs> but babe, I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. Uh, let's see. From Mother Earth Brewing, we have their fractured reality hazy IPA. Just like this movie. Beer and an art endeavor. Ooh. 7.5%. Ooh. Uh, it's like El Dorado, Citra, and Triumph. Nice. Ooh. We like bad. all of those. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's brewed in uh, Vista, California, in Nampa, Idaho. Oh, all right. Good for Mother Earth. Uh, is it a can pop- or bottle? It is a what, six, 16 ounce can, I think. Yep. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, and, and actually, it's got some pretty decent artwork on it with. Uh, yeah. I don't know, baby, you're the art expert. How would you describe this? Uh, it is a portrait of a woman, but it sort of looks like her face is being removed, but also her face looks like Uh-oh. a uh, like oh. the like those Chinese enameled uh, like jewelry boxes. Yeah, yeah it, so like, like, like one of those like is... Russian dolls, like she's inside yeah. of an outer shell, but, but the face was been taken off. It's really cool to say who the artist is. Uh, hold on, I don't believe so. That's weird. They're going to specifically feature an artist's art, 
It does have a uh, QR code to scan for more on our Project X series, but uh, yeah, check it out, Mother Earth Brewing. Uh, but first, low key, fuck you, Mother Earth Brewing, for not tagging the artist. Come <laughs> on, right. guys. At least, at least throw their Insta on there, right? Uh, my top. Ah, his top. Nice. In the pool. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a hazy IPA. It's a light straw yeah. color. Definitely a. Was a translucent, has a creamy white head. Got quite the aroma on it. Oh, yeah, very hoppy right up front. Get some pine, get a little floral on there, too. Yeah, goddamn. Uh, Going in for the sip. Keep talking. Going in for the sip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's just sloshing it around in his mouth. Here we go. Found it. Original artwork by at Circle Circle Math. There you go, everybody. Check me out. Circle, circle, math. Circle, circle, math. Yeah. Ooh, that is delightfully yeah, juicy. Yeah, that's really. That's tasty. almost like almost tastes like orange juice. Mm. Mm. Delightful. Highly recommend. Yeah, check it out. Fractured reality. Uh, Danielle, are you drinking anything on your end? I am. I'm drinking uh, uh, Revolver Brewing's Blood and Honey. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if y'all can see that, but. Uh, Really good beer uh, from Texas. Uh, Trinity Aquifer, Aquifer Water, Blood Orange Peel, Texas Honey and Spices, Wheat and Barley, Hops and Yeast, Unfiltered Pride. Yeah. What is uh, Texas Spices? Um, it just some guy comes up and he just like rubs his armpit. And <laughs> <laughs> some farmer walks up, scratches his head a little bit. What falls out is Texas yeah. Spice. There Wait, you go, uh, baby. It's when the brewer just juices right into the <laughs> fermentation tank. Yeah. <laughs> not enough yeast in this one. <laughs> no, I like this beer. It's not too orangey flavored. Um, it's very, very like light. It's not overly overpowering. You still get that nice beer flavor. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, so- and guys, also just a heads up. We also have a new, uh, well, I'd say podcast, but... Uh, <laughs> It's a puppy. A pot pot. Uh, this is our first episode with our six-month-old puppy Sushi. Um, he is a yeah. super mutt. Asian. He is. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> no, he came with he? The... Australian. He just, just, just oh, escaped the me... knife. Uh, so he's yeah. six months old. We are his fourth home. Yeah. Uh, he got returned so many times. He got a free DNA test. So let's wow. grab that real quick. It's because they kept placing him with old people. He's got a lot of energy. Great, but he's a, he, his top one was Australian cattle dog. Let me just find Ooh, his. Australian cattle. Yeah, what? those are cool dogs. Yeah. My friend who was like a bodybuilder had one and it was perfect because he has so much. He goes out and runs and all kinds of shit. They are intense dogs. So he's Australian cattle dog, American pit bull terrier, Siberian husky. Uh, that's like his top three. And then he's like twelve percent treeing walker coonhound, ten percent bulldog, six and a half percent American bulldog, and then ten percent super mutt. Jeez, it's like looking at myancestry.com for me. Yeah, <laughs> right? a, a bunch of shit in the bowl, you know. <laughs> that's amazing. Thing. But he, he honestly looks like like a tall hound, like a ah, what, okay. um, like one of the the coon hounds, but with uh, yeah. Australian cattle dog markings. Cool, that's cool. I love that coat. Yeah, you have to send. You have, have to put, put a photo coat. up. He's got like no hair. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all put a photo up yet on your 
on your uh, uh, Instagram or anything? I have on Facebook. You no, know, my Insta got hacked. So, oh shit. <laughs> oh, here. You know what? Hold on, just one sec. Steve will cut this down. I've got. Uh, you say they're on. You got pictures on Twitter. Yep, yep. I can. And I just sent you a tweet. whole ton of pictures of him just flopping. He is a yep. very, very good boy, though. Where even at six months old, which is sort of the Velociraptor stage for most puppies, yeah, he's very low energy. He's crashed out in a chair right now. Sweet. Yeah. This is kind of crash. You know, this is chill time, right? It's what six, six ish over there. Yeah, so. seven fifteen. Yeah. yeah. And he's good with the kitties. One of his homes, he lived with 21 cats because it was at one of the rescues. That's a lot of pussy. Yeah. Nice. So <laughs> he's already made friends with Mr. Pickles, our 21-year-old podcat. Partially because Pickles is a dum-dum and doesn't know dogs can be danger. Oh, They're yeah. all friends. <laughs> Just walk right up to them. Barking means they love you. <laughs> Speaking of barking means they love you. 2014's Outcast. Yeah! Sorry, Miss Jackson. All right. From director Nick Powell. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, he's friend of the podcast, <gasps> Nick Powell. Yes! Uh, he directed this and Primal, the other... Uh, yeah. But What is it? The greatest Nicolas Cage movie? About a cat on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite Nicolas Cage movie about a cat on a boat. <laughs> but, guys... He has performed stunts in over a hundred movies, including Batman 1989, Nightbreed, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Judge Dredd, Braveheart, uh, Muppet Treasure Island, The Mummy, and was the stunt coordinator for The Born Identity, where he won Stunt Coordinator of the Year in, what, like 2004 when that came out, I think? Yeah. Uh, 28 Days Later, The Last Samurai, Nacho Libre, Hot Rod, Push, The Three Musketeers, the incredible 2011 one and resident evil retribution and still directing to this day check out our interview with him about six months ago wow great dude great dude but this movie also comes from writer james dormer <gasps> who's he Steve? oh i'm glad you asked uh he did a bunch of tv episodes here and there this he's the creator of beowulf colon return to the shield lands whatever that is uh 12 episodes of strike back and is the creator of Nautilus, which is filming now and is apparently a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea remake, but stars no one I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, coming soon, I guess? Maybe. Yeah. But the reason we're all here, Sir Nicholas Cage as Ghislaine. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> he is Nicholas Cage. We know him. <laughs> you may know him from Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> And Red Rock West, and uh, trying to think of what, the most obscure movies he's oh, made. Uh, never on a Tuesday. Yeah, never on a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Between Worlds, uh, USS Indianapolis, colon, Men oh, of Courage. Have we, have we done Between Worlds? Yes, yes, okay. we, yeah, with okay. Brendan. Okay, remember the book of poetry? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. He only makes love reading books of poems that he wrote. Or the the character only makes love reading po poems that the actor Nicolas Cage wrote. As it should be. I mean, that's how we make love. <laughs> guys, guys, I, I hope one day he does release like a, a collection of poetry he calls memoirs. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! If you guys haven't seen Between Worlds, and you want to watch something that is just batshit crazy, watch that movie. Indeed. Uh, but also Hayden Christensen as Jacob. Yeah, did not think this was going to be a Hayden Christensen movie. Yeah, okay. I <laughs> I remember like 
I I know Nicolas Cage wasn't in the entire movie. I didn't know he kind of jujitsued this one where he was oh, in yeah. for like three days of shooting. This is an easy gig, easy money. Yeah. Ever wondered uh, what would have happened if Anakin had uh, I don't know <laughs> done better in the final fight of Episode Three? Yeah. Basically, what? this movie. If he had a better haircut. I like how he has like a GQ haircut in this movie. It's like, damn, they were really fucking throwing it down with the haircuts back then. Dude, the, the haircuts of this movie like pulled me out of this movie. Yeah. They were like not not good. It was like it was a hair 2004. Issue. This yeah. felt like that Robin Hood where they the oh, final yeah. chase scene was in a propane factory. <laughs> that would be Robin Hood 2018. Check it out. <laughs> or not. Uh, and the only one I've written down is Fernando Chen as Captain Wu. Who's he? Steve? Think he's the bad guy. Okay. <laughs> spoiler. You mean the brother? One of the brothers. It. How is it a spoiler that he's the bad guy when he's the yeah, bad guy? You know he is the bad <laughs> from guy. From like he is. ten minutes in, <laughs> pretty like much from the moment right he away. walks on. Yeah. <laughs> he's badass though. I thought I thought he did a pretty good job in the film. Uh, oh, the yeah, bits yeah, that yeah. he has, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, this movie doesn't give you a lot of character development, but he did what he could. And you could kind of he was a good he was very good at portraying that sort of warlord vibe. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, and Daniel, I have to ask, how did you watch this? I saw it on uh, was it uh, Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Tubi. It's on Pluto. It's on Voodoo. Guys, you can watch it just about anywhere for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you, when you ask me that, I always think, oh, shit, did I watch the wrong cut or something? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Just more like, you know, so I'd be like, oh, I paid it's, four bucks on options. Amazon. Prime. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was free for me, too. But it was, <laughs> I, I got to say, man, um, I, you know, this is the first time ever. First time ever I came into a film with incredibly low expectations and usually the movie does not exceed them. It's like I, I go in low, so I'm not hurt. This yeah. one, I, I guess I came in pretty low, but like it, this one exceeded those expectations. I'll tell you that, you know, we'll get into it more, but I just wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah you go in with like the grind bin uh, expectation, you know, <laughs> like it, everything starts at a three and it can go only slightly yes. lower from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's the podcast we keep, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess this movie starts off. Uh, we see Anakin praying um, over like a, and there's like a crusader sword. And it's like, okay, 12th century in the Middle East. Like, okay, okay. I mean, yep. Middle East is a big place, but all right. <laughs> it's out there. Desert. <laughs> At least they didn't try to say like city of Galgabash or, you know, some, yeah. somewhere I don't know, you know, <laughs> city of Bacalaba. Like, uh, yeah, got it. Yeah. They keep it pretty vague. I guess this is the Crusades or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yes, know what this definitely is. Definitely the Crusades. Cause yeah, the, okay. the swords have the crusade hilt and everything. on. Okay. Them. I'm not a big his, historic history buff. So I was just like, I, I guess this might be it. it. They're all talking about religion and they're fighting for their gods. So yeah. Oh, by the way, our second consecutive Nicolas Cage movie set during the Crusades. Yeah, I was like, wow. how many of these did he do? It seems like, no, just the two. Just, just the two. <laughs> well, he's got Crusade face, you know? He just looks like someone that was around, you know, around that time now, so. Yeah, yeah, he had that, that five-year period where he had that beard, and everybody's like, Crusades. Crusades. Like, I mean. <laughs> or evil wizard of some sort, but yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or truck driver, or... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, they're like uh, 
you know, it's the Crusades. They're like storming the gates of some city. And guys, I'll, I'll tell you this movie, the action scenes, fucking awesome. I mean, <laughs> for, yeah. for being like low budget kind of, well, we'll, we'll get to the budget and stuff later, but uh, you know, lower end budget and all that. I mean, that's when you hire thing. like that's when when you hire a, a modern Hal Needham, you know, like, oh, you yeah, know, a yeah. guy who's done stunt work and understands, you know, the phys- physicality of filmmaking. You're going to get some pretty decent because this does feel I'll say this feels like I got into episode nine and ten of a full series and I'm just trying to, like, catch up. Cause like shit is just like popping off right away. I'm like, I don't even know who anyone is. Like, yeah. Am I cheering for them? <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to care? <laughs> but, but the thing that that gets right is the action. Yeah, it's like, am I cheering for them? Because they're technically the invaders, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't feel. I'm just watching it. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go for the ride. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, we got some cool shit like, you know, tossing uh, these big old spears on horseback and like harpooning people to the wall and shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, people being mowed down by archers. And yeah, we get a whole thing like Nicolas Cage. Uh, I, I didn't notice in this first thing, but uh, he has, I, I think it's supposed to be like a Scottish accent, but it's like a yelling, drunken I, Scottish accent. Yeah, it comes in and out, but he's trying something. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to do some sort of. <laughs> That is something that I appreciate about Nicolas Cage is he may not do everything perfectly, but God damn it, he tries. Yeah. And he I I appreciate did. the trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but we get him saying something uh, to uh, Anakin. I, again, we don't know their names or anything, so I just call them Anakin and Nick Cage in my notes for like... <laughs> You're right. We don't know who anyone is. Yeah. <laughs> He's true. like... Or you're killing, uh, killing all these people for these hypocrites a thousand miles away. <laughs> Let's just go to the east and uh, leave all this behind. And Anakin's like, fuck this dude. And he starts like slaying dudes like they're younglings with That's what, Order 66. That was, this like, was right when Steve was like, what, did you get a new order? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> he hasn't even got to the kids yet. Um, and yeah, they end up like, uh, I, I don't know, somehow the mosque like starts on fire and uh there's like women and kids trying to like run away and uh, yeah we see like anakin like walking like through the fire towards the women and kids outcast yeah it looks pretty sus you know you're like wait a minute because he doesn't seem right away his character doesn't seem like a bloodthirsty murderer he just seems like he's a very good fighter he's a good warrior and he believes in what he's fighting for at the moment um so that's when i was like wait a minute like the movie was definitely implying like something bad's about to happen and then it goes to the title screen but i was a little worried oh shit is is this gonna be our protagonist (laughs) yeah they definitely imply like cold but not chaotic like not yeah like nicholas cage is a little more you know oh no 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 uh yeah. <laughs> where he christians is like all right fallen ranks we'll take care of this you know <laughs> yeah yeah nicholas cage is kind of he's bringing on that more rebel sort of like thinking outside the box like dude what are we fighting for like we're just making people suffer for a god that we're supposed to believe is bringing peace to the world and we're just yeah. shedding blood you know yeah, and he taught he mentions wanting to go to the east or something like that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. To get away from this all. And that's the only reason, like after the title card when it pops up three years later in the far east, I'm like, we're we're still in the same movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we were in the Middle East. Now we're in the Far East. Yeah, we're yeah. again. Uh, dare I say, an even larger portion of the world than Middle East is the Far East. Right? Oh, dare <laughs> well, you say? Absolutely, fair. Yeah. Like that's like when we were talking about shit. Billy when uh, I finally made oh, it to yeah. Africa. I've never <laughs> seen a sky so blue. Where in Africa? It's not like it's the largest yeah. continent. Exactly. Wait, it is. <laughs> Which airport did you fly into? Like, <laughs> that's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments hearing PJ go. Oh my God, I never thought about that. I've always been one of those guys who said I'd go to Africa, but where would I go? <laughs> I don't even know how to book that ticket. <laughs> I gotta go somewhere. I mean, I feel like it's super, super, super different if you like fly into the Cape versus if you fly into Kenya versus if you mm-hmm. fly into the Congo or Egypt or Egypt yeah. or uh, was um. Not not a Treyu because that's the guy from Eteria. The, it, su- super no- the super north African country my coworker was from there. Tunisia? No, is it like Atreya or Etria? Etria. New Etria or something like that? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Guys, Africa's hard. It's a good geography podcast. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> All right, Daniel, on that note, where where where's your like dream destination to go on vacation? All right, so he's going to uh, wherever the sun, wherever the sun touches, <laughs> wherever uh, the Lion King took place. Yeah. Uh, no, I I would like to visit Australia. I'm not sure exactly where yet, but I would like to visit. I have um, some family there that oh, lived sure. there, um, and I had a cousin. They, I, all my family's from pretty much South Texas, but I had a cousin that married an Australian, and they live out there, and so oh, it would be fun to go visit her and and check out the sites i i am trying to remember where they're at i'm not sure if it's around perth but yeah, um, yes are you thinking more like city like perth or sydney or Victoria? yeah I'm, I'm more of a city oriented kind of person so yeah. i would want to visit a city for sure i, I don't know if you're planning on doing like a walkabout and like wrestling game or some shit see I'm like good. i want to do like an australian road trip like we did in Iceland. Yeah, like Priscilla Queen of the Desert. I get you. Yeah, yeah. But like like just do the go yeah, do the whole coastline. I know it'd be a couple of weeks in Australia versus like six days in Iceland, but guys, it's it's my fault. We watched road games the other day. Yeah. And, uh, and if you haven't seen it, check it out. But so good. it's on Tubi. Highly so recommend good. it. I watch road rules, dude. That's what I watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, where are we? Oh yeah, the Far East. Three years later. <laughs> yep. And uh, we we see like I I don't know the end of a second act of uh, some martial arts movie. For all I know, where <laughs> there's like a king who's dying and he's like talking to his youngest son is basically like I'm good, son. My time is coming close, and I've decided to give you the kingdom instead of your older brother. But I am the youngest father. I could never rule our wonderful country. Well, your older brother's kind of a shit. So why don't you take this seal and you know leave? It's a, I know. It's I'd a, be like, yeah. "Thanks for the death sentence, pops," because you know he's just gonna try yeah. to kill me, right? <laughs> you will live a life on the run. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your life on the run, son. I gotta go. If your brother was ruling, you would just be a prince and really no threat to him whatsoever. <laughs> you could just live a life of luxury out of the public eye. Well, if you'll excuse me, yep. I'm gonna force ghost this shit. No, I don't. <laughs> And you know that he doesn't look that old. Like it looks like a younger person with some prosthetics to make him look a little older for some reason. But oh, the dad. 
the dad. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't really yeah. look that old, but he's dying apparently. He's slowly <laughs> degrading. Yeah, he kind of kind of looks like when like uh like James Hong in a uh, Big Trouble in Little China, where it's like obviously covered in prosthetics. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but basically he's like, here, take the seal and take the secret packet, pack, uh, package, uh, passageway through the the castle, and oh yeah, take your sister with you too, since she knows what she's doing and she's I don't know sixteen. I mean, I did look it up because I thought she was hot, and then I was like, felt bad because yeah. I didn't know how old she was, and she's like twenty seven here. So, well, yeah, 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 like, well, well, but she's I think she's playing like a seventeen year old. Yeah, so the little brother's what he says he's 14 later in the movie. So I'm like, okay, she's I'm just gonna say 18 just to be safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean she's playing that age, but I was like, I could tell she was probably a little older, but I needed to double check. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's definitely like one scene where uh our hero and her are having conversation uh, and he's like, I'm much older than you, and I'm like, mm, but are you? Are you though? <laughs> <laughs> that much look you're much more older looking i'll give you that yeah 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 but i mean this is also the crusade so he could be 14 for all we know yeah true yeah, yeah they age quick they, they age really quick back then and they also honestly age was really not a factor back then it was barely no. a factor in the yeah. fucking 20s much less <laughs> the crusade not a factor yeah. in some states now yeah that's very true yeah. so if it bleeds, it breeds. Yeah, true. She Oof. she might have been on like her third husband at that point at the tender age of 18. Mm -hmm. Well, let's She's drink to that, everybody. <laughs> the other one's died in battle. You're the one who wanted a female perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, no one has ever asked for a female perspective. No, no one has never asked for that. It just happens. <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> I think, I think they actually make you click it like when you post it as a podcast. Like, does it have a female perspective? Yes or no? Yeah. Like, the, do you have the rights to this content? Yeah, like, exactly. Like explicit content or just feminine? <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so they go through the passageway and then older brother shows up and he's like, uh, so, uh, Dad, um, heard you're not doing too well. Uh, how long do you think you got? <laughs> and the dad's like, I have decided uh, your little brother will rule instead. And he's like, this is bullshit. Without me, there's no kingdom. And I just kind of have written down, he may have a point. Because <laughs> uh, the older brother, like, yeah, like like you were saying, he's a, he's a pretty imposing dude. And like we mm. see him doing the sword play and stuff later. It's like, I mean, you could have a worse ruler. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to know his shit more than, you know, the, the eighth grader you just gave <laughs> the kingdom to. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like, if you think about it, if they just let him rule for a little bit, he's probably going to die in a battlefield at some point. Yeah. Because he wants to just fight. Like, he, that's that's what he, that's his main focus. He's a, he's a war guy. So, but I guess Pops just wanted to skip, skip a generation or whatever. Like, you know, not <laughs> skip a generation, but skip, you know, a sibling. Yeah. And I, I didn't even know they could do that. I, did a, I guess it's up to their discretion, but it, it just really does shake shit up. And I love how shittily I've never seen such a super shady way of killing your own dad. Yeah. Like everyone get out of the room. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay. So, so for, it starts off. He like walks up to the head guard. Who's like standing next to a dad. And he's basically like, Hey, you know, this guy's going to die soon. Right. And I'm going to be ruling. Yes. And uh, if you even attempt to kill me, which I will kill you, I'm going to make sure all my homies go to town on your wife 
and but like he, he says something like nail pieces of your kids to the walls of my castle to prove a yeah. point i'm like jesus christ it's rough yeah this and so that cor- of course that guy's like okay like steps aside or whatever yeah, like... and then yeah that's when he's like all right everybody leave me alone with my dad we got a chat and then like you know stabs him i guess with the the blade that is his mom, mom gave, gave him, him or something yeah which is <laughs> fucked up cold <laughs> for sure and, and then yeah he calls the guards back in he's basically like uh yeah it's weird uh, apparently my brother murdered my dad so uh let's go get him and bring me that seal back so i can rule uh i think and, and he's even like i think they went through this passageway here and they probably have like a five minute head start <laughs> yeah yeah it 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 it, this is when the movie really gets rolling because like i feel like from this point on the movie just goes like it it cut through that how long is the runtime on this one about it's like 95 minutes like it's a pretty tight 95 pretty tight 90 they were able to fit quite a bit of stuff after this you know with them running trying to get the hell out of there yeah, yeah, because they like get on the horses, and there's like this monk guy that pops out of nowhere to like slow down the guards. Oh, he I takes out like a that. dozen of those motherfuckers too. Yeah. Like, like we get some Shaolin shit going on, and then uh, and, you know eventually like ten spears go through him or something. Yeah, he gets bombarded. The 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 army is it. It's not incredibly intimidating. Like it's a big army, but the amount that we see here, it's a moderate amount. But it's yeah. still they got the numbers for sure. And they just bombard that poor guy. But the monk was pretty dope. I was like, are there more of them? Like, maybe we yeah, get some more monks. <laughs> yeah, usually they pack in group. <laughs> they travel in packs, right? Usually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, they, they get taken out. But they already, like, ran off on uh, horseback or whatever. And we cut to, like, the next morning. And there's, like, a dead horse with an arrow in its ass. <laughs> yep. And, right uh, on. Poor and they're guy. like, all right, we're, we're going to sneak into this town here. And, uh. And then we see that, like, basically, there's already a bunch of like the guards wearing black, so you know they're bad guys. And they're like, all right, we need to sneak in and you know find some horses and maybe some food or some shit. So they go to their nearest opium den, and um, <laughs> that's where we see this uh, this hooded uh, white devil. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Brown basically, guy. he's dripping out of the opium, and uh, <laughs> the like bartender guy. He's basically like, no food unless you pay. And then he like offers his crusader sword or whatever and at this point i'm like i couldn't remember if it was uh hayden christensen or you know anakin or nick cage who is this guy that's on opium all the time but the, i know i wasn't sure i i was like this was before i realized it was going to be a hayden movie because i was thinking oh it's definitely nick cage and maybe he'll run into hayden later but then when they revealed it was him i was like oh great it's gonna be a hayden movie i knew it god damn it yeah. but he's still i mean he didn't I this is honestly one of the better I will admit one of the better performances I've seen from him. I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but this is one where I was like, "Yeah, it's not horrible." He doesn't he doesn't have a whole bunch of dialogue either. It's a, mostly just action, but he does yeah. a good job with what he's got. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like Hank Christian's movies. The only ones I've seen of course are, you know, Episode 2 and 3 and like Jumper, which is absolute horseshit, but Jumper is pretty bad. <laughs> But at least has the dignity of being like 72 minutes long. Right. 
I'll say about Jumper the same way I uh, talk about, uh, was it Dune Part 1 or whatever. It's the greatest trailer to a movie I'm never going to see. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, uh, but uh, yeah, what basically happens? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, the, like the uh, princess walks in. And of course, she's still in like princess garb in this like, you know, opium den or whatever. Everybody's like, hello. Uh, she's like, I need transportation through the mountains. And then like instantly the prince is brought in by some of the guards because, you know, he's the worst at hiding or something. And uh, they're basically like, oh, we'll take you back to, you know, Captain Wu or whatever the fuck his name is. And uh, and then that's when Anakin like stumbles up and steps in. No. He's like, hey, hey. Give me my sword back, and you can do whatever you want with them. I just, I just, I just oh, that's right. Because one of them, I grabbed the sword from the the barkeep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, that's mine." And then, <laughs> like, he like takes the sword, like knocks a guy out, or, or no, they start knocking him out, and then one of them starts peeing on him. <laughs> yeah, he gets right? pissed on. Oh, he's yeah. just, uh, make sure you wash him off. Psst. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's he's everyone knows he's just an opium addict you know druggy like it's just uh because he, he i think even isn't the point of view for him kind of foggy at this point yeah yeah he's kind like of the, fucked the up blurred first person view or whatever yeah. yeah yeah but uh you know after getting peed on uh you know he just hops right up and starts whooping some ass hey, he takes some punches too so you know it's a it's a good decent fight mm. uh but yeah he's like knocking people out and chopping them you know basically in half you know right across the gut uh, the chick like pulls out her hairpin and like stabs a dude in the neck. Uh, like the the fight scenes again are pretty fucking decent. There's even one where like he like grabs a spear and like throws it through a dude's eye and like put, puts him into a post. <laughs> like that was oh, cool. Shit. That one was a nice move. Yeah, and not overly grotesque either. Like the, know, there's yeah. not like too much gore. It's like I don't know whatever as tasteful as gore can be in a film that's about you know wars and swords and people getting cut and sliced it's yeah. not over the top it's definitely like a pg-13 movie like yeah. i don't think there's really any swearing like yeah there, it's not like gallons of blood it's more like you know people get hit in the stomach and they just Ugh! like bend over yeah, or little whatever. cgi splashes of blood and stuff like that yeah it's yeah. nothing too crazy yeah so yeah basically he gets his sword back and uh Hops on a horse and trots off, leaving uh, the princess and prince behind. Uh, roll credits, guys. What do we think? Of... No. Um... <laughs> Bye. And they're now like, this is our hero. <laughs> <laughs> He's very reluctant. Yeah. So he goes to like, I don't know, wash his face in a river nearby. And he starts like remembering Nick Cage and killing a bunch of people. And, you know, has like second thoughts like, hey, maybe I should help those dumbasses out. So we... Uh, goes back and like helps him hide because there's still like a bunch of writers after him and uh the princess writer was like here here's some gold for you know helping us and he's like oh yeah cool that's great (laughs) (laughs) appreciate it yeah so they go to some village and it's like on fire because again guards are there and they're like looking for him and just i guess burning down everything they come across just because cool yeah what happens like yeah the prince like tries to like fire a bow to like save a girl who's you know probably gonna get raped uh but he misses yeah yeah he gives it a good try yeah (laughs) and then atkins like well here let me show you how it's done like throws the sword in the ground grabs the bow and like 
I don't know, from three miles away, pegs them like right in the back. <laughs> it was a really good distance, and it was also a moving target. So he needed to float that bitch. Yeah. Uh, it was really fucking cool. Um, He's like that adjusting got, for wind and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And it's a regular ass bow and arrow, like no special kind, just old school bow and arrow. And he manages to just hit this dude and he <laughs> falls in the water. And then he goes to save the girl and she's freaking out. And he's like, I'm just trying to save you, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if she was like, like pinned under the horse or something and like drowning. And he's like, oh shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've given her a worse fate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then they decide just to like bring her along. And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Cause I, I kept forgetting she was even in the film and I'm like, who's that person back there? I was like, Oh, that was that girl. They saved every time it showed her. I was like, Oh, the princess changed into popper clothes. Oh right? no, wait, that's the other chick. That's yeah. Right. They, they should have just given that character like another two minutes for us to like, get to know her. Yeah. Say that... something like, uh, give us some sort of background. She's the yeah. Winston of the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She got Ernie Hudson. In there. Yeah, right. <laughs> she got Ernie Hudson. <laughs> There's a steady paycheck in it. I'll believe anything you say. <laughs> Like and the thing is, like, like she doesn't really have any lines. So it's like, well, if she's a mute, then at least like give us oh. that. Oh, we get one of them later. So yeah, she I definitely know. talks. But yeah, it, at first I was thinking that too. Maybe she's because we do have another person that can't talk, as we will get to later. But like, I was like, oh, maybe she's just freaked out or she can't talk. And now she can talk. They just don't bother yeah. asking her anything. They're like, hey, just yeah. follow and, us. And, well, and then the thing is, like, if you're not going to have any lines until the very end, all you need is, like, them sitting around a campfire and, like, one character being, like, um, why doesn't she talk? And, like, oh, she's probably just traumatized from what she just saw. And then, yeah. boom, that makes sense. That makes more sense. You know, do the others. Come on. <laughs> Maybe she Something. doesn't speak English like the rest of us. Right? <laughs> That would That's be that would everyone be speaks. Great. I mean, the 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 prince, he almost has like a British accent or yeah. something. He's yeah, like, he's a little yeah. Lord Fauntleroy. Which, to be yeah. fair, to be fair, the the uh, the the royalty knowing multiple languages makes sense in the twelfth century. But with the British it's accent, before they built the finish building the wall, babe. <laughs> First off, no, it's not. <laughs> Secondly. <laughs> <laughs> shut up guys we're a history podcast let me uh what? history and have geography like that's what we're China? about yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> oh oh what is so he just like you've been to the great wall or something yeah yeah babe exactly that <laughs> oh oh so you like almost got recruited to play basketball for a school in china or something yeah <laughs> do you even know me <laughs> uh whatever uh yeah so oh yeah then we get a scene like back at the castle or whatever that uh the the brothers talking to like one of the generals or whatever and uh, the general's basically like look uh you're not the king like it sounds like your brother has the seal so technically he's the king like no he murdered my father but when i have the seal we can have the ceremony and then you'll all be loyal to me right and he's like yeah but until then (laughs) yeah he's like uh, yeah, get... what are we gonna do until then? He he muscles his. Everyone's afraid of him. Oh of yeah, course. Yeah. He's been running yeah. this whole military uh, branch of the kingdom for who knows how long, and everyone is terrified of this dude. So it's it's no it's no it's it's one of those. It's the first fake news of the Crusades. It's like yeah <laughs> yeah he <laughs> killed him. 
this. <laughs> Pass it around. My little brother killed my his dad. You know that little sweet kid that everyone knows, and he's very soft spoken and just reads books. Yeah, he killed an old man. Yeah, he stabbed him with my mom's blade that she gave to me too. It's yeah. really fucked up, dude. What a real son of a bitch. Look, he's I mean, really trying to pin this on me somehow. I mean, if I was gonna pin this on me, I would use my own blade. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because he wasn't in the room and the guy was still alive, but the, you know what? Whatever, man. He's a real sneaky little fucker. Y'all have seen him. He walks yeah. on cat's paws. Yeah. Oh. He kicks puppies. I mean, we all know he's he's an asshole. Yeah. Right. Remember that time he stepped on a frog? He's a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. He cried for three days and gave it a little funeral, and now it's got a now it's got a place in the Shaolin Temple. But but still, he was he he was a psycho. There's a little tombstone in the back of the castle with like a little the little top hat that the frog is wearing. I think I think he knighted it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> with like a little toothpick like, yeah. <laughs> like i dub these sir hops a lot <laughs> very nice uh so uh yeah we cut back to the the traveling party and it's nighttime and uh anakin's about to get some of that sweet sweet heroin in the system but uh oh, yeah but then a princess like grabs his stash and <laughs> throws it in she the fire and burns like, it oh, fuck no no and then he yep. pulls out a sword, stabs her, rolls credits. Guys, what do we? Um... <laughs> I yeah, I that was a big baller move. But you know what? <laughs> it was good that she did that because the opium is so strong; like it makes him absolutely useless. It just yeah, yeah. like unless he gets some sort of adrenaline, he really he's just asleep or half asleep. Oh, oh shit! You know what it is. It's that Chinese shit from Crank. The Chinese shit. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, he has to have the adrenaline going. Otherwise, he starts slipping away. Because he, I mean, he is drugged a lot. And it may have helped oh, yeah. that because he had an opium addiction that, you know, later on, there's, a, there, you know, he does get drugged. And, like, I think it does help. Like, this guy's fucking high all the time. <laughs> he's got he's got a tolerance to that iodine powder or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's got a good tolerance. So he's able to still fight. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's after she throws in the fire, they have a chat, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, she said something where it's like, uh, do you know what it's like for life for a woman in this world? And I'm like, you know, she's got a fucking point. No one gives a shit what you have to think. <laughs> yeah. You guys have your wars and you're fighting over stuff and blah, blah, blah. We're just supposed to be home and cleaning and cooking or whatever and bury your children. And it's like, yep. Yeah, shit. <laughs> It's rough. <laughs> so then, uh, then we cut to morning, and the the prince is like standing over uh, Anakin. He's still a little drowsy from, I don't know, is, is it the night before? And he's like, "I want you to teach me." And I'm like, "Teach him to fight. Teach him to speak English." Dude, Either if someone woke me up know. and said, "I want you to teach me," I'm like, "Fuck you! I'll whatever you're talking about is going to happen in four hours. Like, I'm not teaching anyone anything <laughs> the first thing I wake up." first you make me some eggs then i might think about it yeah. yeah go make some food you little shit and then maybe i'll teach you whatever you're wanting to learn i don't even care what it is right now so don't even bother telling me but it turns out he wants to learn uh you know the crossbow magic yeah archery a little what if he just wanted to learn magic he's like teach me a card trick yeah, yeah exactly 
<laughs> that actually would be kind of cool. He's like, all right, I'm going to teach you how to pick up on chicks. All right, let's take your sister, for example. <laughs> oh, God, that wouldn't have been awkward at all. First off, start with a sad story. Yeah. yeah. First off, don't smile. Just look sad and mysterious. Then uh, then talk about her hair, but in a derogatory way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God, it's really a shame you even have hair. <laughs> <laughs> had a poodle that looked like you. <laughs> See, you Daniel gets it. You sort of look like if a smashed croon got hit by a car. Uh, it does work. It do, oh. That does work. Uh, uh, what's that called? Nagging? Yeah, nagging. Yeah. yeah. So that only works on girls who have daddy issues. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't know. Which only 95%. A lot of, well, yeah. For some reason, a lot of hot chicks have daddy issues. For I would sure. say it only works on girls who have daddy issues, but who also long for men's approval versus girls like me. Who have daddy, <laughs> girls like me who have daddy issues, who want to punch their dads in the face. It's going to get you punched in the face. So, so what works yeah. for me? You have like, oh, we talked about the critic. Oh, see, that's all it takes. Ah, you talked about the critic. Yeah. John <laughs> like Lovitz gets some wet. Mom love it's for the win. I cracked I, I cracked some critic joke, and Steve legit was like, "Stop the conversation! How do you know what the critic is?" All right, all right stop talking right now. <laughs> That's the first time John Lovitz has gotten anyone laid because that guy makes everyone <laughs> soft and dry. <laughs> the critic was his his magnum opus. Yes, it was. <laughs> Other than that, as far as I can tell, the man is actually an insane person. It should probably be locked up. Uh, Coming next week, John Lovitz joins us for an incredible interview. He right. still does stand up. He's still doing it. Oh yeah, I he has a podcast for a while too. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's when you know, like when you're rich and you suck at stand up, just open your own club and you can just go on whenever. Yeah, genius. <laughs> it worked for the was Shore it, family. I was gonna say, was it Adam Kroll <laughs> who got thrown out of his club and then released the episode as a podcast? Mm, probably. Or was it Dana Gould? Sounds like a Corolla thing. Yeah, that, that sounds more a Corolla thing. Dana Gould's I, a goddamn. I, th I think it was He's like Levitz and Corolla were like sort of friends, and Corolla was doing a couple of shows. It was like I don't know before he got even worse than he is now. I used to listen. Um, <laughs> okay, so before now, got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he he like released a couple of like live at Levitz's whatever, and then there was one where like I don't know he cracked some joke. It was just a regular Corolla joke, but John Levitz literally gets on stage and you know like Corolla's like oh look it's John Levitz and he just goes like grabs the mic and is like you need to get out of my my good night everybody basically yeah like get the hell wow. out of my club we're shutting this down right now and they just released the message. <laughs> I did not know that I had to look that up. It was a good episode, but it was that would have been like 2011, maybe 2010. Oh, I have to look it up on YouTube, see if someone's thrown it up there. Yeah, I just remember like it got released, and then yeah, I think that was before <laughs> I even had you listening to it. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, I sure it was super funny because like they just ended the they just made that the episode, like they they didn't like front load it or <laughs> it back load it. Yeah. <laughs> No, like, yeah, no pretense as to like, hey, this is going to happen. This is what happened. Yeah. They just let it just release it as is. Yeah. And then it was just Amazing. like the regular outro music. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so he teaches uh, the kids some archery and stuff. And I like how they even like go down the river and they're like, you know, washing up for the morning. And uh, the kid's like, I didn't know white devils bathed. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then he, and then he's like, "Yeah, you pick up a lot of ha- bad habits when you're away from home." <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get a little training montage, and he like flashes back to like learning to shoot archery from Nick Cage, um, who I mean, is, I think is supposed to be DH because he has slightly shorter hair than in the one scene we've seen him before. But yeah, but yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. the same Nick Cage. Um, the de-aging on Anakin though was awesome. He looked like a youngling. <laughs> yeah, he even had the little rat tail and no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they come up to like some desert town because I guess now they're in the far Middle East or something. And uh, <laughs> they like join up with a caravan or whatever. And the uh, Anakin's like playing game with the, you know, the chick being carried around and the little, uh, what do you call those things? The Cleopatra oh, thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cleopatra thing. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. the little cart thing that they hold up. Yeah, yeah. But she's it's got not a like, cart. She's like got eight like dudes. eight slaves like yeah. carrying her. Yeah, it's like a carrying little. Yeah. It's a queen's chair. Hut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a queen's carrying throne. Um, and uh, Anakin like gives her the gold and is like, "Hey, we've a uh, little safe passage in town." She's like, "Yeah, sure, that can be arranged." And, th- and then when they get in the town or whatever, you know, they, they like have their heads down or whatever, so they can quote unquote sneak in, even <sighs> though. One guy's a foot taller than everybody else and is a white devil, and the other two are still dressed as prince and princess. Yeah. Yeah, they all look like different Jedis, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stick out like a sore thumb. Why the princess still is wearing her, like, super expensive, like, super, like, um, light-colored stuff, it sticks out because everyone's just wearing dingy-ass shit. You know, yeah. she just sticks out. I think the prince bl- can blend in a little better, and he's little, so he can kind of hide and be a little, you know, more incognito. But she's like this beautiful, taller woman, and she has these like really extravagant, you know, cloths, like robes and shit. It's just like, come on, man, you you couldn't just steal some clothes from somebody so you would look a little more drab <laughs> or something. Yeah. But fuck yeah. it, you know, they still manage to get through, um, for the most part. Yeah, and then the uh, the lady of the caravan, she's even like, "Hey, stay with us here at this hotel. We've got plenty of rooms and stuff. It'll be a fun Food, time. You drink. guys can clean up." And I'm mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Okay, cool. Uh, quick question: Where the fuck is Nicolas Cage? We're about fifty minutes into this movie." I was right? like, "Did he die? <laughs> like, yeah. what happened? Did I miss it? Because I watched this. So I saw the first forty-five minutes at three thirty a.m." I could not sleep. I've been having sleep problems like for the last two months. Oh. And I woke up at like 3.30 um, or like 3 o'clock. And I'm just kind of – I'm just there in the bed. And I'm just there staring at the fucking ceiling wondering what the fuck I'm going to do with everything in my life. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's be productive. I'm not going to go back to sleep. It's not going to happen. I'm going to watch the movie for <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> so I, sh- I sh- fire up the laptop. I start watching it. That portion, that first portion is so stuck in my head. Like for some reason, when you watch a movie and you're like kind of in that weird zoned out feeling in the middle of the night, it's like it's it really stayed with me. Like they always say it's good to study right before you go to bed because it kind of the way your brain works sticks a little bit better. So it kind of stuck with me. But I remember like, did I maybe that I zone out for a second because I'm like, where is he? (laughs) Where the fuck is Uh, Nick Cage? Daniel, quick question. Uh, no good night cream to help you sleep? <laughs> no, no, I don't have any good night cream. Okay, just check. I need to get some. That, that usually works for me, but I don't know. <laughs> usually, I, usually I have fucking egg. 
Uh, I'm, I'm really into Tanga eggs. <laughs> Give them a whirl, bro. Let me know what you think, baby. All right, all right. So, uh, so they go into the hotel, and uh, the lady she's like talking to Anakin is like, No, 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 here, sit with me, eat, drink, have some opium, you know, let's <laughs> let's fucking party, bro. And uh, you know, the prince, uh, prince and the princess, they're we're really the princess is like, All right, let's just go to our room and wash up or whatever, let's leave, yeah. leave them be, good kind of thing. But then, uh, then we find out uh, within a few minutes. Oh yeah, she even calls like three other girls in, and I'm like, all right, we're about to see a little, uh, little. I know. Time. I was like, oh, we're gonna have a little fucking little fuck fuck scene. Like, all right, let's yeah. But uh, yeah. then he starts getting a little, uh, little blurry, and he's like, I haven't even hit the opium yet. What, what the fuck did you give me? <laughs> yeah. And then he like wakes up. I don't know, three days or an hour later. Who knows. And uh, he, like, busts out of his room. But for some reason, I thought he was, like, in a jail. Because, <laughs> like, all the windows and stuff in this place had, like, the bars and stuff on them. So I was like, is, is this a hotel? What, 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 a prison? What is this? Yeah, is, is this the horse barn? Like, what's going on? Yeah, but he uh, he busts out of that room. And he starts, like, he, he's, like, trying to find the prince and princess. He's, like, kicking shit. You know, he's chopping dudes in half. And he's like, where the fuck are they? Where the fuck are they? I'm still a little woozy. Yeah. Oh yeah, he ends up decking the lady like right in the face. Yeah, like, she's like, no, no, they're worth more, uh, worth worth more than than you've ever seen in your life. Oh, that yeah, tonk. And then yeah, they uh were running off on like, oh yeah, that's right, the prince and princess like hop, like steal a boat and like head down the <laughs> river. <laughs> down by the river but yeah they actually do a pretty good job of like getting in that damn canoe and getting just getting out there and eventually i guess the the soldiers get word of it was it was, do they call them the black army or the dark yeah, army right. or, it's yeah, something black like army that black knights or something black yeah. knights or something the the i will say we haven't mentioned it but the um costume design is pretty freaking dope a lot of yeah. it is really cool i don't uh, <laughs> In this scene following up when Anakin's trying to get out of the the hotel or whatever that they're staying at and and he uh uses he uses flammable stuff to create a little fire and stuff. I was like, oh, I would have immediately I would have immediately felt like, damn it, why do we have capes? We're ex- yeah. we're like extra flammable for no reason. <laughs> we thought we looked like superheroes. Ah. <laughs> like, god damn it. Whose idea yeah, oh, yeah. is this? Yeah, the scene where they like capture Anakin and like the the one guard has like the knife in his chest and is like Ooh. cutting like right into the sternum and and then he I don't know fucking just Herculeses and like throws the sword back at him or something I, I don't know how that I don't know how he, he kind of did something where he tucked his chest out of it and flipped it up. I don't know what he yeah. did but I'm like dude there's a fucking sword in your chest like it was at yeah. least two inches inside him and I'm yeah. like holy shit. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, fuck, it's on my sternum. Ah, talking to the guy across the room. Like, what? Yeah. Did he just use the force? What the, what the fuck's going to happen Maybe, because that scene made me cringe. Like, watching it keep slicing him down his chest, down his sternum. Yeah. Oh, that, not a lot of stuff makes me flinch, but that one got me. Yeah, as someone who has a scar right there from his... Uh... Uh, gallbladder being taken out like i know that's oh, yeah. not the best place to have that injury <laughs> not good the pain yeah. is way up there but you know what opium's a hell of a drug <laughs> hell yeah well, he's that's like what i don't even he... feel that shit 
<laughs> it's like PCP. He's just knocking fuckers out. He's he's kicking sand in people's eyes. He's setting shit on fire. He don't give a fuck. He's I like, like the idea that the, the only reason he's a hero in this movie is because he's really high and he feels yeah, the pain. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it's like it's like Crank in the Crusades, <laughs> right? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, he, that's something we could write, man. Crank in the Crusades. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we kind of got it with that uh, in the name of the king. king Yeah, Yeah. pretty much that. But yeah, yeah, he like he's like running on those tile roofs and shit, and jumping down and stealing boats and running through the forest, and then and then it starts hitting him that you know it's starting to wear off, and so he's like losing blood like crazy. Yeah, and then. Uh, I, and I just have written down there's uh, the prince and princess and Anakin are saved by some merry men that pop out of the forest and start yeah. the, the the bandits. Yeah, because they kept yeah. mentioning the bandits in the mountains or whatever. And I was like, I was confused because it, the scene is happening so fast and it is really freaking cool. But I'm like, I couldn't tell I'm like oh, who's hitting them. And I, I guess these are like some like outlanders, you know. Uh, some outcasts yeah. <laughs> from uh, from the kingdom. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> you didn't hear the music. You didn't hear the song. <laughs> hey, <they're> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who? Who? I mean, they really should have gotten outcast to at least make one song for the for the <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, as the credits roll, it's aha, push that push. Everybody move to the back of the booth. <laughs> Bombs over forest. <laughs> I like the way you move. <laughs> Woo! Oh man! But yeah, that that whole sequence in the in the woods is really freaking cool. Like, the yeah. way it is, this yeah, the director, it, really good job of capturing the speed and the the intensity of of a fight that's happening that quickly. It's pretty freaking epic. Yeah, and, and I also kind of like how the the Merry Man are basically I mean, a little <laughs> a little man. lighter armored, but like basically the same colors and like dress scheme as a bad guy. So it's like you can't really tell, like wait what what so is taking them all super out? Super vague. I know. I yeah. was confused at first too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but then uh, then we cut to nighttime because yeah, Anakin like passed out, and we see like one of the Merry Men kind of blurry like walk up on him, yep. and that night he's uh, getting patched up and. Uh, we we see a shadowy figure in the corner that kind of looks like Nick Cage, and I'm like, "Holy shit, is Nick Cage a Force ghost?" Yeah. I know. And then uh, and then yeah, a little later he's like starts talking, and we get that super over the top like Scottish accent, like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> and now, like for some reason, he looks like John Travolta in Battlefield Earth. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, like dreadlocks basically yeah. Yeah, yeah he's got like samurai hair like samurai oh. hair like he's he's a really appropriating the, the culture yeah, but... yeah, he, he, it's a Jamaican accent he's trying he's, he's like trying to speak patois like <laughs> what you doing on here man he looks insane and I'm here for it baby he's got a fucked up eye now yeah he's like I ah, fuck yeah dude I love this shit I was like bring it Nick let's do this it was almost it almost made it worth the wait that they made him look like this for the this part of the film I was like all right this is good from, thank from, you film from like this point on the movie is significantly better this last, yes. the last yeah. act is so much better than the rest of the movie. Oh, the last but... act makes up for if you can get to it as a, as the viewer and you don't get bored or frustrated, 
it's worth it. As soon as you get to the last act, just stick to it, baby. Just ride yeah. it to the end because it gets good. Totally. Oh, especially when you get Nick Cage going when like, uh, are, are you the leader of these outlaws out here? I'm not an outlaw. I am the white ghost. Yeah, he claims it too. Like, yeah. it's like, that's his moniker. That's his tag. Also, does he ever explain the snake that he has in his hand like 90% of the time? That was definitely an. You think that was a Nick Cage choice? He's like, he just found that snake like on set and just carry it around for the rest of the day. I'm gonna get this snake a sad card. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, buddy, give me a hiss. There you go. You gotta pay him, Nick. His great grandfather was in in 1970. (laughs) (laughs) He's a legacy. You guys, that snake is the inventor of snake jazz. Uh, but I love how he's like, like Charles Taker. Eyes, like, oh, I am the White Ghost. Give me some wine, woman. Or you know, yeah, he's like, bitch, give me some wine. Yeah, he's like a grumpy drunk now. Like he's, he's been a, he's kind of a, an outlaw. He's a rebel, and he drinks all too much. He, he's, you know, he's, he's living that life out there in the mountains. He's found a way to disconnect from his past life, and he's not happy. He's not happy to see his old homeboy. Uh, who we find out his name is Jacob at some yeah. point, I think. Right? Yeah, coming up here in a sec, he finally says his name's Jacob, and it's like, oh, cool, you're still Anakin. Yeah, you're still Anakin to me, bitch. You should have had a little braid hanging from the back of your head. <laughs> Cage is still Nick. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield Gawain. Nick. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I, I was curious how they were going to say that because I saw it, you know, when I originally saw the cast, and I was like, how are they going to say this? Is that Galleon? Is that. Gaian. No, it's Galane. Cool. Got it. Yeah. I was wrong. Um, it's so weird. It must be biblical or something. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it was a not Galavant, but what was the when we did King Arthur month? Who was like his his most trusted? The Liam Neeson one. It was like, Galane oh, what was his name? Daniel yeah. Oh, that's right. You were, yes, right. You were on Excalibur. I was on Excalibur. Yeah. I was just talking about that movie the other day. Right. Okay. Sorry. I just found like I'm trying to figure out if the snakes were his choice or not. Uh, but apparently, a lot of this was shot in China, so there's not a lot known about a lot of production, uh, at least according to what I'm saying. Uh, but uh, okay. I, uh, I like this uh, this little review here. At this point, Nick Cage is wonderful. His character has progressed uh, somewhere between an over the top villain and Jack Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play spectacularly with the highlights including black guards are as thick as flies on a farting goat's arse. Yep. I have to take a piss and woman, where's my wine? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Liam Neeson's character is Gawain or something. Gawain. G-A- yeah, Gawain. Yeah, you're, right. Sure, you're right. That's pretty close. Yeah, because I I, I want to say that was uh Dev Patel's character in the Green Knight or something too. I think oh. so. <laughs> oh no, oh. he was the one with the unfortunate name. Like urine or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, or urine or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just says urine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> urine in my book. I always like Arthur's dad, where it's like Utha. I just love that, but it only sounds good if you have a British accent, like Utha. But if you, you say Utha Pendragon, you have to yeah. say it with with the the accent that's part of the name. Yeah, Uther sounds stupid. Like with an American accent, like Uther, it just sounds <laughs> it like other. Yeah. yeah, it sounds dumb, but you had you had the accent. All of a sudden, it's pretty fucking epic. It's like the underside of a cow. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Ooters, <laughs> Ooter Pendragon. 
what the Harry Potter shit is this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but, uh, yeah, so yeah, they find out like the the eldest brother. I, I guess he gets word where they are, so he's on the way to go yeah. kill them all. Yep. It's one of those situations, like in the in, in the end of most movies that are like this. It's like, I guess you just got to do it yourself. Yeah, you know? I just got to do yep. it myself. My team's not getting it done. Yep, he puts his hand in the Infinity Gauntlet, and he's like, "All right, let's do this." Yep, because <laughs> he's like training with his double swords. Like anyone's gonna, oh yeah, like anyone's gonna try to hurt you, bro. Like of course you're gonna do great. Nobody wants to beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, he's got his shirt off and everything. He's like try it bitch yeah he's all glistening and shit under the far east sun uh he's all greased up he's oh, <laughs> a good looking guy i gotta admit oh yeah yeah oh, with the long dude. hair and shit it's like pretty <laughs> fucking hot yeah yeah yeah. he's got it going on uh speaking of got it going on this is when uh, i guess the princess is all of a sudden falling for anakin for some reason because florence nightingale or something i don't know yeah i've never met a man like you you're so what? greasy oh. and what <laughs> it's it's yeah it's because he's the white guy and she's intrigued by his foreignness yeah yeah she hears that you know she hears that those foreign husbands are very submissive and uh you know good at cleaning house and don't talk back yeah yeah definitely that way in the 12th century i've even gotten that from like other latin cultures like i remember i was at a bar like two months ago and a friend of mine was dating Colombian. She was, he was dating a Colombian woman and she brought in like four or five of her friends from Colombia. They just got into San Antonio and I I didn't know any of this was happening. I was there at the bar for a whole other reason. I was just hanging out with some friends. He comes in and I hadn't seen him in a while and he's like, yo, Daniel, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, come meet my girlfriend. Like, she's from Colombia and she brought like four of her friends. They've never visited the States before and they just kept con like telling me about how my looks and I'm so different and one of them was like I love you like I love you I was like I've never I was like what the fuck I was like okay cool Th thank you <laughs> and then Daniel's like so Colombian huh so we turn this into a snow party or uh... I know are we gonna do this or not because <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to ride those fucking snow hills dude let's do it yeah exactly let's, let's hit them slopes am I right <laughs> dude <laughs> yeah she was uh and she was incredibly beautiful like holy crap like oh, yeah. gorgeous but i just i it was too much like i can't handle i'm so used to like desperately trying to get someone it's really weird when someone is wanting me i don't know what to do i malfunction i'm like i i'm used to being the nerdy person so if someone's actually trying to get me i find it very uncomfortable and that's what she was, was doing that was steve when i was trying to to court him oh yes I, yeah, I, that's there. You go. I'm not good at being courted. I get very uncomfortable, and I don't know what to do, and I start stammering. It's horrible. So I didn't. I did not get her number or anything like that. And also, she spoke like that was it. She only spoke Spanish, and my Spanish is actually really garbage. So that you was know what, Daniel? That's not a deal breaker for me. You would have worked it out. <laughs> Google Translate that shit. Hey, hey, the language of love. Am I right? <laughs> You're like in your Google Translate. You have a nice ass. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, as someone who used to uh, ask his uh, French friend, like, how hey, you say certain things in French, like, uh, uh, is that a mirror in your pocket? Because <laughs> 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 I can see myself in your pants. Uh, <laughs> I bet that does not translate very well. Like, in French. I mean, I mean it'll I mean, translate so literal, you know. Like, the context is there, but uh, they, might, they might figure it out. 
You figure How about uh, figure I'm not looking for anything serious? How does that translate? Oh, that's very, true. Very well. <laughs> Casual sex? Steve, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm aware. In our six <laughs> years of marriage. <laughs> and you're like, you know, you're seven animals or whatever you have, you know. Oh, like... I wish only seven. Oh, we <laughs> still have 11 of the rats. Ooh, I was guessing. I was yeah. Close. Three cats and a dog and mm-hmm. some shrimp and shit. Beta fish. <laughs> oh, I like beta fish. I love her beta fish. She's such a good fish. I've owned two. I had one that that uh, lived for five years, which uh, wow, I'm not that's sure. That's so I, good. Yeah. Yeah, he did great. His name was Rancid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's my college beta fish. He, he lasted my almost my entire, like, yeah, he lasted my entire college career. It was amazing. I was like, I was pretty bummed when he died because I was like, I just got used to him. And I'm like, oh, he's gone now there was there was time now i know i got you i thought he was gonna live forever i'm like maybe he's immortal i don't know like who knows? <laughs> maybe he's the highlander of fish who knows? he's like the beta like <laughs> he's the official he's the alpha of he's, the betas exactly he's been around since the crusades he could tell you <laughs> like that he's the chosen one <laughs> <laughs> he is the one like <laughs> yes there's I'm a... like derailing the fuck out of the show. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no. oh so you've been <laughs> on our show before? I mean, don't worry, Daniel. We're going to try to keep it under three hours, but. Oh, yeah, I know. That's what I love about this podcast. I don't have to worry about dedicating three hours. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> so, so my friend Mario, right? He... No. <laughs> Uh, that's what happens here. Oh, yeah. So then Anakin and Nick Cage start talking, and uh, basically, it's where Anakin's like, Look, I know we didn't leave on the best of terms, but I didn't kill those kids. Their moms killed them and then killed themselves. And then I just walked in on it and you saw me standing over all those bodies and shit. And you like yeah. a little flashback and shit. And I'm like, maybe that's how uh, episode three really ended. <laughs> uh, like someone else just <laughs> uh, a lightsaber just went wild and just killed all the Padawans. Yeah. Like. For some reason, oh no! Anakin did the whole like, and then like it does the cutscene, but it's really all the people that were standing around. They just start opening fire or whatever, and he's like, "Whoa, no, 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 guys, guys, we can we can turn them. They're young. Oh, fuck!" There they go. On to the next one. You're right. That would have made sense. Just take like a couple of the bad kids, you know, and be like, "Yeah, let's have a couple of extra young evil, you know, little (laughs) Sith lords. (laughs) Let's let's train them up." But yeah, now yeah, he didn't decide. You know, we're not that. like African warlords or whatever. Just take the kids, kill the parents, give them guns, and uh, raise them under your regime. No, no, that's not. Uh, that's never happened in the <laughs> history of. Forever. No, no, that's not exactly how you no. build your own army and indoctrinate. Yeah, yeah so it's anyway. the only thing with the yeah. That's, it's always the problem with the Sith. They stick to two. What a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Darth Tedious. Am I right? Anyway, Darth Tedious. <laughs> Uh, and we got some nice uh, drunk acting from uh, Nick Cage. And then as I ran down, do you think he's really acting or is it just? Oh. Yeah. I think he's really good at seeming wasted. Like he is very good. Uh, and he, maybe he did have a few drinks. Maybe he was going meta with it, but um, our method, I'm sorry. I Maybe he was because he was, he's just sucking on that giant. Uh, what are they call those? Ca- ca- canteen. Oh just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. drinking from that canteen. He's yelling at everybody. He looks grumpy as shit. And uh, this is when we find out, yeah, because Hayden Christensen, um, Anakin, he tells the princess, like, can you help me 
can you bring me to him? I want to talk to him. And I was like, oh, wow, here come, here's the big meeting. Here they go. One-on-one, mano y mano. And it was just as fun as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Nick Cage makes everything so much fun. Like, you can Absolutely. take a mundane scene and make it worth watching. Yeah, totally. I, I also love how, uh, yeah, it, so yeah, we got Anakin, like, talking to the princess or whatever there, like the, the fire or whatever at midnight. And she's like, my, my father would have liked you. And I'm like, no, the fuck he wouldn't. You're, you're lying right fucking now. Why? It's because she knows he's dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was waiting for the father's force ghost to show up and be like, the fuck I would. <laughs> you full of shame. Shame. <laughs> yeah. The white devil. Of course you would love him. I'm sure. <laughs> you just scream in white devil from the woods or whatever. Yeah, the guy they call White Devil and White Monkey. Those are his two nicknames in this movie. Yeah, I'm sure her dad would have really liked him. Friend of the White Ghost. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- then they kiss, and I'm like, okay, I guess, whatever. Didn't feel super. It felt. It it didn't feel super earned because he never really no. asked her anything personal, like other than when she was talking about being a woman. They never really asked her anything personal. They barely know each other. He, she just learned his name. But Daniel, at the same Daniel, time, I'm convinced he doesn't know her name. Yeah, no, you're right. He high. always calls he's her her sister. You're right. Because he always tells the prince, get your sister. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he yeah. knows her name. What, what's her name? Yuki? Yu-Gi-Oh? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make her Yu-Gi-Oh later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Speaking of which, so yeah, they kiss and then it like. I don't know, fades to sunrise. And I'm like, that means they fucked, right? Oh, I didn't even think about that, Steve. I mean, you might be right. Because there's kissing by the fireplace and, you know, no one else around, which first off, if that's the fire, people are around. <laughs> but <True. laughs> that's where all the warmth is. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, <laughs> what are we going to say? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, like, maybe they were like boning there by the fire and people are like, oh, fuck, it's cold. Uh, Oh god damn, oh, god damn white devil. And like <laughs> walk back devil. to the cave. <laughs> Planting his seed in our country. Uh <laughs> why are you changing the genetic composition of yeah. our country? Anakin's about to force ghosts all over her back. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> god. <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know. I guess part of me was thinking I was honestly shocked she was the one that went in for the kiss, and that's honestly not something like I'm not super obviously familiar with Asian culture, but I know a little bit just from like a couple of international comms courses I took back in the day. But I know that's not something that often happens. I would imagine even way, 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 way back then, like for uh, a princess, uh, you know. Well, I mean, she didn't have the greatest relationship with her father. That's true. And she's she's at the perfect age. She's at that age, you know, 18 Whoa. years old. <laughs> Daniel. 18 years old. You well, yeah. we were all 18, right? And weren't we all really ready to kiss somebody? I'm not saying sex, but we were ready I'm to kiss. Oh. I, I wasn't, but I was a super late bloomer. Like I oh, did not get, I didn't even start puberty till I was like 16. Oh, see, I had sex at 14. Yeah. Yeah, and she was older. God, I hope so. 
Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I was 14. She was seven. Whoa, she Daniel. Was, I, she was uh, a ripe nine years old. That part out, but, um, she could barely get on a roller coaster. If I've learned anything from these movies, it's that if it bleeds, it breathes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean that. I just bet she was an upper class I didn't mean for it to sound that way. The 45-year-old hooker his dad bought for him. Yeah, happy birthday, son. <laughs> yeah, she was 45 years old. I boned my biology teacher. Uh... <laughs> See, teachers have to have two jobs, hookers and teaching, because teaching just, doesn't pay enough. Just to get by, even back in the 90s. Yeah, yeah you got to do something. You got to relieve their stress somehow. It's tough being a teacher. Might as well get off. It's true. <laughs> uh, so we're... Wow. Where were we? Oh, yeah. So they where, boned us. Where, where were we? Um, <laughs> I mean, no, everyone Steve, knows the story. My, my chemistry teacher hit on me when I was in high school. It was, I, I, I denounced it. I just didn't I didn't go with it. I was like, nope, I'm good. I'm not here for that. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't want to be diddled. I'm a kid. I feel bad. I never had the hot teacher. Like, I, I feel like that. Because okay, seventy-two-year-old uh, no. Utah <laughs> biology teacher on you. Get I mean, over she here, did, Steve. But she wasn't hot. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "I'll show you configuration, though." Uh, <laughs> conjugation, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> conjugation. But no, I, I like. I don't know. I, I see teachers nowadays, and I'm like, you know, they're like twenty-five and shit, and I'm like, all right, oh yeah, pretty fucking cute. If I they are, if I'd have seen anything like that when I was sixteen. Spank bank. Like <laughs> totally. Still instead you just were stuck with images of Elizabeth Shoe. I mean, you know, whatever was in Maxim that week. <laughs> <laughs> JC Penny catalog and Oh yeah. You didn't have much we didn't have much to work with. Swim, uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition memorized. Oh yeah. Well, the Kathy Ireland one definitely. The teenage guys now are just spoiled all the hell. They got TikTok, Instagram. It's easy access. Yes. What a time to be alive. You can literally watch porn in the middle of class. You literally can. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't because, I mean, I was getting boners anyway without porno. So that would not have been good. I would not have been able to walk. We had imagination. (laughs) I would have been on a wheelchair for no reason just to not get up. (laughs) (laughs) He, he's in a wheelchair with a pillow under his shirt. <laughs> I just got like a blanket over me, like some old people have, where they just got like a little blanket on their lap. Like I'm like yeah. FDR. Oh, my belly is itchy. Just give me a second. Okay, I'm like uh, I'm gonna tell my teacher I got polio. <laughs> like I got polio. I can't get up. <laughs> my disability. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you sure wheelchair dripping? Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't look at it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they boned. Um, and then, like the next morning, the the knights are arriving, like the the dark knights or whatever the black knights. Yeah. And uh, Cage is basically like, "All right, I have to fight to protect you know my family and the the the, the people living here in the caves with me." And then there's like a montage of them like preparing for war and like making bombs and shit. And I'm like, yeah. "All right, here we go, here we go." It's cool. I dug <laughs> it's it. It's too bad this isn't gonna. This Steve, where does this scene go? Nowhere. Well, they, they, I, they I mean, the they do some of them, but it doesn't really seem to help them. His people are not well trained for battle. 
Right, yeah, and his numbers are not high. He doesn't have a whole bunch of bandits to work with or like, you know, whatever his group is called. But Yeah, there seems to be they, like a dozen of them, maybe. Yes, there's like a dozen. <laughs> yeah. and, but they fight the yeah. good fight. I give them credit. I mean, they're fighting against the Kingdom Army. Like, that is 300 levels of, you know, like the movie 300. That's like at that level yeah. of you're facing that kind of defeat. Yeah, and uh, Nick Cage even says like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll try to confuse them and then fall back into the caves and separate them and and they end up using like smoke and archers and spears, all kinds of shit." And then they basically like have home alone traps in the caves, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> I was basically like paint cans on a string and shit. Yeah, <laughs> it would have worked. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's got like ornaments. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> little nails and stairs and tar and shit yeah yeah they fight the good fight but it's it's rough it's a it's a tough one man yeah oh especially when okay so then the nick cage's wife like has uh bombs on like ropes like fucking bola or something and like yeah. spin those around and throwing them at dudes <laughs> And then, like, just a whole shit ton of them, like, go off, and uh, Nick Cage is, like, shot in the leg, and boom! And then we get the whole, like, you know, the... Like, you yeah, because he tries he tries to tell his wife to just get out of there. Like, obviously, yeah. if, you, if you throw a bomb in a cave, it's going to be crazy dangerous. And he's trying to tell her, like, I know I'm wounded, just leave, but she doesn't no. want to leave. So she goes to get him, and she ends up getting the shrapnel. Um she basically saved him because she covered yeah. him, you know, which is really that sucks. It was rough. I I didn't know her very well, and I also didn't know Nick Cage's character very well. But I I honestly oh. did, he did a good enough job acting in the scene where I did feel a little. Oh, oh you believe bad. that they love each other? Oh, yeah. Even yeah. though they only like they they have very little screen time. Both actors did an excellent job, like making With it what feel they like had. they've been living together for years. Yeah. And she can't talk either. So we never get words from her. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the army, the, the, the king, the, whatever they fucking cut her tongue out at some point. And she was a really good singer. He does add a little bit of exposition about her. Um, so that yeah. was helpful. Hey, yeah. we get more exposition of ex, ex, uh, whatever about her than we do the other girl. Yeah, yeah, we know more about this woman that we've only known for five minutes. Or than the, the princess, princess, really? Yeah, we don't even know how old she is. Do we even know her name? They say it at some point, but I don't uh, yeah, it was uh, Leanne or something, which I was like, right? really? <laughs> Leanne, runs. what are you? Yeah. What are you on the king on King of the Hill? <laughs> oh, it's like Leon, Leon. Maybe it's Leon. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to. <laughs> we'll, we'll check the tape. Yeah, but uh, we'll take the no. tape. <laughs> Isn't she the one that played um ah oh, fuck in the Disney movie Mulan? I think she's in Mulan, oh, the live maybe. action one. Yeah, I think she's in the live action Mulan. Yeah, Might be yeah, wrong. I could but, see it. Yeah, she's really yeah, good. Yeah, I think every Chinese actor was in that, right? I think so. I, I mean, gotta, I mean uh, Jason Scott Lee showed up, so it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think Robin Show was in it too. Yeah, yeah. Guys, check out Mulan. Check it out. I haven't seen it, so I, that's why I don't know. It's on Disney Plus. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I'm sure it holds. It. It's you know. Oh yeah, she was in Mulan. Yeah, yeah, oh, she nice. plays the main character. Yeah. So what's my next note here? Oh yeah, Nick Cage goes through a lot of wives. Uh, no, I was kidding. right. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, basically from this, uh, Nick Cage like gets up and he's like taking on a whole fucking battalion and like 
you know, he's he's slaying dudes and but he's also getting like fucked up. Like every third dude is like hitting him with a spear in the back and he's yeah, yeah. they basically end up like pincushing him and yeah, eventually. Well he tries he, to uh, literally fight an entire squadron of yeah, soldiers. Yeah, like too, it was but you know, he fights the good fight, he lets out the anger from what he was dealing with, and he almost gets over to um the, I, I don't know the the son or whatever I, he's not really a i guess he's trying to make himself the king but he's not but he gets close to him and that's when everyone stabbed the shit out of him because obviously they don't want him to get hurt yeah and good. man it's rough yeah he's got like three spears in him two swords like just the really really grotesque like really rough to watch but it's a hell of a death scene and then he has that little thing where he's like i see you and like he sees a vision of his wife oh and, yeah i mean I see you, woman. Yeah, he just calls her woman. Yeah, <laughs> I see you, and then, woman. And then, He's still you know, kind of dies. an asshole Ooh. even in the afterlife. Yeah. Get me a drink, bitch. Where's my sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's still kind of a, a, a boisterous asshole husband, but, you know, he loves her. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah, different so, time. Uh, so Nick Cage leave this movie. So then we get now we're just stuck with uh, Christian. <laughs> yeah, we're stuck with Anakin. Yeah, yeah, we're stuck with Anakin now. But uh, yeah, the, they start coming out of the cave, and I'm like, wait, they're coming out like the other end of a cave or whatever. Uh, but they're right there where the you know the older brothers there with his army, and also Nick yeah. Cage's corpse. So I'm like, okay, so they just went right out of the entrance. Cool, nice job. Yeah, I guess there wasn't a way. There's no other end of that cave. It's just. It, that's it like they were not because at first i thought oh maybe they're gonna escape from them for a little bit but they have to literally go out the same way they got in and that's when they run into the army yeah i was like yeah. kind of bummed out i was like oh man like it's just, i guess this is it this is the standoff yeah. and i like how the uh the older brothers like asking anakin like what why, why are you doing this like you don't give a shit white devil and he's like because the boy is not like us he hasn't been, you know, destroyed by battle and blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically, uh, Anakin, like, stands up to the brother and, you know, get, or no, the little brother, like, stands up or whatever. He's like, yeah, if I do, then Anakin, like, steps in. The older brother, like, drop kicks the little brother. Yeah, he kicks the shit out of him because he, he, yeah. he goes at him with an arrow in his hand to stab him. And he just just he just kicks him right in the chest yeah, and just knocks his ass down. And that's when, yeah, Anakin <laughs> comes in and we get a pretty epic fight. It's a little unfair because the the brother fights with two swords and Anakin just has his one sword and he's trying to, he, and he's also been through days and days of fighting. Yeah. He's been stabbed. He's gone. He's, through, just, opium. Yeah, he's cut, going through withdrawal. He just yeah, nutted a couple hours earlier. Like he's, yeah. Like pain. he's drained, like fully drained with yeah. blood and cum. Like uh, it's all gone. <laughs> blood and the cum and the beer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's barely holding on, so it's kind of unfair. But that's the brother does say something like, "Let's see how much blood you have left, because yeah. you've shed a lot of blood, you know, throughout this whole time when you've been helping." And, them. and eventually, during the fight, Anakin grabs like a spear as like a second sword, so we get yeah. The... He does. Does some Darth Maul moves. Yeah. Right. That would have made this. But but then like some of the guards like fire arrows and hit him, and I'm like, oh, bad form. Yeah, that was pretty cheap. Yeah, well, I love how, like, the general's like, hey, anybody that fucks with this fight will be killed. Next person who shoots off an arrow is will be killed. This is yep. not between us. 
Yeah, but then, holy shit, then the sister steps in, like, when, uh, I don't know, Anakin's, like, knocked on the ground or whatever. Yeah. And then I just have written down, uh, yeah, Big Brother fucking kills her. Like, she's, like, running at yeah. him, and he just, like, she just, like, runs into his sword, and he's, like, I I, I was just trying to keep you at bay. <laughs> like, he has a I think, confused look on his face. Yeah, well, the movie kind of makes it seem like he's so instinctful, instinctually used to killing that his automatic reaction was a stabber. Like, cause yeah. he's getting attacked. And I think that's when he was like, oh, my autopilot is to kill. Like, and, and like, even if it's my own yeah. sister, my oh, autopilot man. is to kill. And I think it hit him like, oh my God, I am a monster person. And I think it shook him a little bit and it threw him off just enough. Cause her little dagger gets thrown over to Anakin. And I was kind of shocked that that's what he ended up. He's fighting him and all he has is a fucking little link. Like whatever you start off in the first yeah. Legend of yeah. Zelda. A little dagger or whatever. <laughs> a little yeah. dagger. Like he manages to, to fucking kill him with his little dagger. I was kind of amazed. It is you a nice get somewhere dagger. vital with that thing. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah, he like, you know, stabs the, the brother or whatever in the gut. And, uh. And, and then, yeah, it kind of, like, falls over, and they're, like, holding hands. And I'm like, oh, yeah, him and the sister just died holding hands. And the generals follow the younger brother and, like, start kneeling and, like, oh, you're the king. You have the seal. You're the heir. We then cut to three days later back at the palace. Oh, that's right. We see, like, some generals, like, oh, yeah, the Emperor Zhao is going to come by with the seal to prove that he has it. Cool. Yeah. And then we see Anakin and the sister are alive. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're right? immortal, apparently. They're fucking immortal. Because Anakin got even more fucked up, and he was already fucked up. And it, it's very vague where she got stabbed, but she even says, I'm okay, to her brother. But I thought no, she was yeah. just saying that to make him feel she better. fucking ran through. Like, right? like, like the next couple of hours are going to be her and fucking Reservoir Dogs. I'm fucking dying, man! <laughs> yes, I don't get it, but apparently she was just fine after yeah. that. That I thought so. I, what I thought was going to happen was Anakin was obviously going to get his ass whoop. He's on the floor. He's about to get a death blow. Sister intervenes and he like backhands the shit out of her and beats like just hits the shit out of her. And that fires him up enough to finish him off. I didn't think she was going to get fucking stabbed. Oh, and so, shit. You know what it was? Yeah. It was a what? Chinese abortion. A little stab in the gut. Oh, no. Uh, we had a little that. white devil in her. <gasps> Oh, that's why that's why he's able to get Scott. That's why at the end he's just like, you know what? Um, I don't really want to be. In <laughs> you know there. what? Maybe we should just like go uh, go separate ways. Yeah. One day love will find you. <laughs> Break those chains and find you. Um, but yeah, because he does kind of tell her he's like, death like follows me. Like wherever I go, death happens. So maybe yeah. this wouldn't be a good relationship for us. And honestly, it wouldn't work anyway. Like it's not. Yeah. Work. <laughs> yeah. What the princess of a of a of China in love with some dirty ex warrior? <laughs> the white devil. Some dirty white devil from who who knows where? Who doesn't even bathe? Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, the generals uh, all kneel to the the little brother. Roll credits. Yeah, he's, yeah. guys. That's outcast. My baby, don't mess with me. So yeah, Daniel, uh, what'd you think? I have a lot of running 
emotions with this film because like i said i came in with such low expectations i thought this was going to be hot hot garbage i i had, when i saw any kind of reviews or any like not i didn't read any reviews but if i just saw stars or like whatever fucking rating it was all very low so i was like oh no this is gonna be rough but and you know at first i was a little annoyed because like I said, it does feel like you're in the middle of a story. You don't care about any characters. There's not a lot of character development, but the movie, at least this is a good popcorn movie. Like you yeah. put it on, yeah. you, you know, you cook, you get some popcorn going. There's plenty of action to keep you interested. There's decent performances. Um, honestly, not really. I think Nick Cage does a good job for the little bit that he's there. Uh, Hayden does okay, but I honestly I think some of the side characters do a decent job. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it kept me into it, and I really like kind of like what we were talking about and what Izzy brought up. Like I really like that last you know uh, part of the film, that last portion of it, um, going into when, the climax. When Nick Cage shows up, yeah. yeah. When when Nick Cage comes back, things get rolling a little bit better. I was like, okay, okay, I can roll with this, and I the ending was a little. Everything's a little disjointed, but you can still follow the story for the most part. It just feels a little disjointed. So I don't know. All in all, like, you know, with my rating system, I I think I would give it like a, a you know, a high tier horseshoe mustache, which is like, you know, it's it's not bad. It's worth it's worth a watch. It's a good hangover movie. If you're just at home sick with COVID and you got nothing to do, throw it on. Why not? <laughs> That's right. It's literally on every service out there. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> yeah, so how about you, Ben? Oh, yeah. Um, it, this movie is worth waiting through the like the first two acts that have a few oh. good fight scenes, but they're yeah. sort of spread yeah. out. In a, uh, like, there's not enough of them. You almost want to turn it off, but about the time you want to turn it off, <laughs> Nick Cage is going to show up with one eye and a snake and it makes the rest of the movie worth it. <laughs> one eye snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, yeah, the, the fight scenes really get you through it. Um, and yeah, towards the end, it just kind of like, you literally have no idea what the fuck is going to happen once Nick Cage shows up and yeah, you know, woman, where's my wine and shit like that. <laughs> and of course the, I mean, considering I'm, you know, I know you'll get into it, but considering the amount of money they're working with, the the special effects um and the the fighting choreography is amazing it's really oh, yeah. good considering like i did not expect that and even it's it's also pretty well shot like the cinematography is even pretty yeah. good and yeah. it's yeah. good, pretty yeah, good. It, and it's real people doing the fighting and stuff too it's yeah. not like cgi background stuff exactly you don't really yeah. deal with a lot of bullshit cgi or green screen shit here like everything is real and it feels grounded and it's caught it's really captured it really well so i think that's what keeps it kind of captivating even though the story doesn't necessarily really drag you in you know so yeah, yeah kudos to nick powell i mean like yeah, he, no, he he's good do that shit. yeah yeah he's good all right well then we're gonna take a quick commercial break <gasps> when we come back we have more beer what? fun facts <gasps> and what we learned from outcast Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg 
but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. When the world is in danger. Sea levels have been rising steadily, leading to economic collapse. When the threat is beyond belief. Zorn is back from the dead. We never did find his body in San Francisco Bay all those years ago. I told you these microchips will be huge. Now I have to flood the world. Flood the microchip market? No, the world! Like that water movie with the fish man. There's only one man who can save us. Bond. James Bond. I've developed a lot of gadgets over the years, 007, but a time machine simply isn't one of them. You're not the man you once were, Bond. Time knows no mercy. Didn't you die a few movies ago? Obviously, that's completely irrelevant. But when that one man reaches a certain age, he could probably use some help. Don't worry. I've arranged a meeting with an old friend of mine. Wait, you're not Anya Amasova? No, but I am Agent Triple X. Now, two cultural icons must work together to bring down evil. Mr. Bond, Mr. Cage, you see, it's already too late. Project Final Strike is already underway. Yeah? Well, I live for this sh- Language! Do you want a PG-13 rating or not? There you go with your old man MPAA regulations. Old man, gentlemen, you're literally eight months older than I am. Look it up, I'm over here divulging my evil plan. But will they be able to even get along? Yeah? Well, you know about extreme sports. Well, since you asked, I'm an Olympic-level skier and marksman. Uh, I've raced uh, speedboats, jet skis, snowmobiles, sports cars with missiles on them, all while people were shooting at me. Uh, let's see, I have motorbiked through bazaars, taught Jason Bourne how to parkour, windsurfed a tsunami, uh, basically invented your precious snowboarding while listening to Beach Boys, and I still hold the record for the highest bungee jump in human history. Uh, so kindly show me some goddamn respect. Oh yeah? Well, I get a lot of ladies, too. <laughs> Child, please. I secured more confirmed strange and a view to a kill than you have your entire franchise. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have this bomb to design. I just don't think I should be alone tonight. I'll watch her. You will. No, I'm watching her. Well, who do you think? But I'm more qualified. Hoover monkey, monkey dishwasher. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Give it! Hello, James. Mayday. I thought you... Died in an explosion? No. I'm a genetically altered superhuman, like Wolverine or Captain America. Are those secret agents? Are you kidding me? I'm Groot. See? He gets it! James Bond and Xander Cage to return in No Hope for Sequel Coming this fall on your favorite podcatcher. Hey, 
Stephen Izzy. It's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows. But uh, I'm here to say everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she's at a... I get better every week. Ah, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, that's weird. I'm a little sober. Let's see what we got from Ketos Brewing. We have their Big Gay Ale. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Poppy. <laughs> I'm super. Thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> wow, this contains edible glitter. Uh, gently swirl contents and pour into glass. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if uh, the, we haven't discussed on the podcast in a while, but Steve fucking hates glitter. It, I used everyone to wear, should hate glitter. I used period. to wear glitter like chapstick and he would, or glitter lipstick or yeah. lip gloss and he wouldn't kiss me. Yeah. Um, the only, shit. the only time we've ever switched hotel rooms, we walked in <laughs> and you have the little chair you don't even use. that's in a hotel room, like to the side. Oh yeah. You just push your mm-hmm. bag on. We walked in and we turned on the lights and obviously somebody had rested their like glittery prom dress or something on it at some point. We walked in. The glitter caught Steve's eye. He went, "Don't set down your bag. We're getting a different room." <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Don't don't touch I anything. I will tell you, Steve. You're the first. You're the first person I've ever met that has that sort of aversion to glitter. I also really? hate glitter. I almost like. Oh, okay. I I almost got rid of a friend because they gave me a birthday card that had glitter in it. Oh, I was like, oh, he Kal- has a friend who. Can- Kalisha, just so you know, you were on watch after that. <laughs> she yeah. has sent you like three glitter bombs. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I do not like glitter. There's something about it that just rubs me the wrong way, and I can't stand Brace it. And I've always, I've, the and I've been talking against it since I was probably 14 years old. Yep, that's about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I 100. Yeah. Nobody needs it, guys. Not one person. I have to and you're right. Myself. I have told a stripper like next. I've next a stripper because I was like, you got glitter all over your boobs. Yeah. I don't need that on my face. Please move on. Yeah, I have to correct myself. Steve has changed rooms twice, with that that I am aware of. Once because of glitter, the other time because we walked in and it was ninety five degrees because the air conditioner wasn't working. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a definitely that's a good reason to to move on to the next room. I I I am not opposed to either of them, and I stopped wearing glitter lip gloss because I love you. And I love you. See, that's what love is. You enjoy my so lonely. You like your kisses. Anyway, big gay L with the edible glitter. Yeah, back to that gay beer. Uh, my top. Does it have a big head? His top. Nice. We're about to find out. And so he gave it a swirl. He gave it a swirl and the pour. Do you see any glitter in there? Uh, no, I think you're going to get all the glitter. This is a super pale beer. Like this almost looks like a seltzer. Has a white, oops, sorry, foamy head. It. Uh, lots and lots of bubbles. Has a lot of head on it. Smells like a lager. <laughs> yeah, I figured like it would. Smells a, uh, you know, a little bit of like green apple, which is appropriate for this style, I think. It's deeply penetrating. Yeah, sense. I think it's just their lager with some glitter in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, let me grab a clear glass real quick. Let's pour the rest of it out. See if we Sounds can see good. this glitter. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's see this glitter. We're gonna get a pint glass real quick. In the meantime, what are you drinking over there, Daniel? I'm still on my blood and honey, man. I uh, I bought a six pack, so I'm working through it. Um, it's it's not a beer that's uh, you don't want to have too many. It's a seven percenter, so 
uh, <laughs> you'll definitely feel the buzz after a while, but I'm, I was, I went right back to it. I have, I have some yellow bellies in the, in the fridge too, but I, I wanted to stick to revolver Ooh, uh, yellow bellies. Stuff. Yeah. That's my, that's my coast beer. Like if, if I've had a lot to drink for a night and I'm at a bar and it, it's, you know, I'm getting close to closing out. It's maybe like midnight, one o'clock. I get me a yellow belly and call it a night. So it's sort yeah. of a tradition. Nice. It's I also the official beer of the grind bin. The official beer of the, the grind well, bin? Well, I guess the unofficial beer. The banquet? Yeah, yeah banquet. I got even uh, Icky IPA because glitter is icky. That's the what our glass, uh, ah. glass here is. And right. pour the rest in here. If we see this glitter, we're going to have to take pictures. Yeah, see, I gave it a shake, but yeah, still no glitter unless it's like sticking on the insides. Let's see. Oh, it's the oh. micro glitter. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. It sort of just looks Doesn't... like... Um, looks like it's cascading because it's like it's just the the like super micro glitter like i'm not even sure it's gonna come up on the picture yeah it's not gonna come up on the yeah. picture even it just look, makes it yeah, look like, like sort of hazy yeah yeah it's uh it's definitely in the beer though <laughs> <laughs> that means it'll be in your poop babe oh thank goodness Ooh, magic poop you can you can show the dog up Unicorn poop. <laughs> he says, "Ooh, Does look your poop at do that." <laughs> he says, "Ooh, look at me! I have stuffing from my bed. I ate my poop." And Steve will be like, "Yeah, well, I've got fucking glitter." <laughs> and the dog will Which be like, "I'll soon also have glitter because I enjoy eating poop." <laughs> <laughs> I did see the photos of your new pup. What was what's your dog's name? Sushi. Sushi. There you go. Um, I saw sushi. I saw the photos on Twitter. Very, very cute. Very cute. Oh. You're right. It does look very coonhound. Which is still a very awkward dog name to say, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like it's a <laughs> short coon hound. Coon. Hound. I, can I just say hound? You know what kind of. So he's a he, the he is treeing Walker Coon Hound, also known as treeing Hound or Walker Hounds. Oh, Walker Texas Hounds. So we yeah. call him yeah. yeah Walker Texas Hound. Nice, love it. I John love it. <laughs> well. Uh... <laughs> Would either of you be interested in any other fun facts? Only Let's fucking do it. Super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. That too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics thought of Hey Outcast? I'm going to say it's about a 5%. <laughs> Is he? Um, I'm going to go with my super generous 17%. Daniel's closest four percent with the critic, oh, which is kind of ridiculous, really. That's really rough. I yeah. would, I can't believe I was fucking around thinking I was just trying to play the low ball game, but that is rough. I feel like if I were to think about this, like in reality, I would say I would have thought critics gave it like twenty two percent or something like that. But four percent, ooh, though this movie's way better than a lot of other four percent movies on that fucking thing. Well, Daniel, the audience score is 22%. So you're the worst of the poll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I guess I'm, I'm a man of the people. As many people know me, I should run for mayor. <laughs> there you people go. love me. <laughs> uh, budget of this movie, $25 million. So That's not 20, a lot, right? Yeah, not That's a lot for pretty this low budget. scope. Yeah. For a, uh, yeah, for like a kind of epic film where you're, 
you, you're there is several filming locations, a lot of costume design, a lot of action. But like we said, not a whole bunch of special effects. They really kept a lot of that budget down from not needing to have like really big explosions, you know, a few here and there, but pretty concentrated. Yes, well, it's just the fighting and extras and stuff like that. Pretty much. Uh, worldwide gross, $5.1 million. So kind of a floppity flop, flop, flop. All right. Yeah, that's a shame. Maybe no, well, a timing issue. <laughs> well, you know, uh, one thing I noticed when the movie started was it went through like four or five opening title screens, like oh. of, like different companies and shit. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this was one yeah, of those. Like like three Forward. full minutes of credits or yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah of like just those opening production companies, companies production yeah. companies <laughs> yeah so i know there's a lot of money involved uh, so i think there was a lot of investors not very happy that this movie kind of flopped which is a shame because it's actually a fun watch yeah totally uh so all right these facts were uh, taken from imdb so the first one is uh hayden christensen practice his scottish character's constant fainting by going on a week-long pub crawl in glasgow <laughs> this sounds correct. Sounds like that sounds like an excuse. It's like a backhanded fuck you, Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like an excuse. He was probably at a pub, and they were like, "What are you doing, dude? Your shit face." Oh, I got a part. All right, I'm doing. I'm doing it for I'm a method. part. I'm not, I got Nick, Nick Cage taught me. Yeah. Is he American? Hayden Christensen. Yeah, because I really don't know much about him at all. Yeah, I don't know. I I assume so, but yeah, babe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he seems American because his his accent is whatever European type accent he was trying to do was was it the best? It was just it was maybe like a percent better than Nick Cage's, but not by much. Pretty, pretty yeah, much yeah I definitely wouldn't guess he was Scottish, but no, yeah, no. When you said Scottish, I was actually kind of surprised. I thought he's he was the same to do Scottish uh, accent Gordon Ramsay has, <laughs> or groundskeeper <laughs> Willie. Yeah, grease me up, woman. Honestly, I would have loved if he went heavy with it and just went full stereotypical Scottish and did that. That would have been hilarious. Did Nick Cage not say, woman, where's my wine? Woman! Like groundskeeper Willie. Woman, where's my wine? Grease <laughs> me up for battle! Love it. Uh, Aiden Christensen also sprained his ankle twice during production. Oh, he's got he's known for his weak ankles. He's got he's such a small, tender boy. Well, you know, yeah, when you're yeah. carrying the movie. No, yeah. 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 When you're carrying the movie on your back, your ankles are bound to break. You know, there's it's a lot of pressure. Uh, he, But you know what? I will give him this. This is a he's still a very skinny, slender looking dude, but he's a little thicker in this movie. And it didn't it did help because I was worried. I'm like, God, he's so he's so small. He's a very he's I'm, I don't know about his height, but like his weight wise, like he's so he looks yeah, he, weak. Yeah, he, he's very lean in the yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to New believe Lyle, him. You might say it's hard to believe him as a strong person because he just looks like he weighs one twenty five. I feel like I could deck him and like but, I feel like I could pick he, him up. So I feel like it works with this because he looks like he's been out in battle for a bunch of years and not well yeah. treated. Then he looks like he's been on an opium bench. Well, yeah, yeah. and then he's also uh, he, like he has layers of uh, yeah clothes and stuff on, so it kind of fills him out. Yeah. Yeah, because like in the earlier, yeah, in the in the opening scene, he's got a bunch of shit on him, so he looks a little bigger. It's like me when I had a football uniform on in seventh grade, but I weighed like one twenty. Uh, so yeah, so it's the same situation. But yeah, you're right; it does make more sense in the in the later part of the film where he's an opium opium addict, and you know he's probably not eating well. He's depressed. 
Yeah, it, you're right. It does make more sense that he would be a little more slender. Yeah. yeah. But I heard that he's um he's I haven't seen the Obi-Wan show, but I heard he actually plays Darth Vader and like it's really weird seeing Darth Vader looking super slim. Have y'all seen yeah, that? Uh, yeah, again, he does have like the suit on, so it it kind of fills him out. So he basically just looks like the you know Darth Vader. Like, like, like the like Atkins he, diet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how they always have to put like Doug Jones under all the stuff and it looks yeah. like a monster, but yeah, it's yeah, because you do normally need like, you know, for anything that has going to have a lot of armor, a lot of layers, you actually do need a skinny guy. That's why um, that's why they hired. What's his name for Robocop? Yeah, Peter like Weller. Little, I, mean, I was just yeah. going to say instead of Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a little well, tiny. Motherfucker. Lips. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. Lips. He's got those fucking luscious little puckery ass lips just ready for it. <laughs> You motherfucker. What, was, yeah. what was that movie we just saw with him and Sam Elliott? Oh my god, what was uh, it? Where Sam Elliott? Oh god. Is this a western? No, no. It, it, was, it was the grind bin one uh, from the, like the director of the sweeper. Oh, uh, showdown? showdown. Showdown. That's it. Yes. You guys, I need to watch that scene one. Where Sam Elliott? No, rides... shakedown. That's what shakedown. it is. Shakedown. Shakedown. Sam Elliott like rides a plane's landing gear. Hey, don't spoil the ending. <laughs> No, spoil it. Fuck it. Guys, guys, don't Google it. Just watch the Just fucking watch movie. Just fucking watch it. Every Holy last shit. bit of it is confusing and fantastic all at the same time. <laughs> That's one I really got to see. I, it really bothers me. I haven't seen that one yet. I was actually, I had that on my list to cover for my podcast. You know, obviously Sam Elliott. Sam but Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to just watch it now. Fuck it. Well, Who cares? if you need a guest, hey. Yeah, you know, might as well. You might as well just <laughs> Might as well cover it in my own my own podcastio fashion. Maybe, maybe yeah, we'll give, see. Give me an excuse <laughs> <laughs> to talk about the movie again, right? Uh, when released in Hong Kong, the film was met with criticism at the prominence of white saviors over the Asian protagonists. I was going to uh, say this is a very great white hope movie for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah this is a very. Yeah. Yeah. We're we going to do what Christmas with some year just do white, <laughs> yeah. white yeah. savior movies. There's just so yeah. many to choose from. Uh, but as a result, despite protests from producers, <laughs> it was never released on DVD. Uh, what? Yeah. This was never released on DVD? Apparently just on, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Tubi, Pluto. So there's Voodoo, no physical release. YouTube. Wow. That's crazy. You know, that's crazy that we're at that point, like where films can be released and like there's not a physical there's not a physical version of the film. Like that is crazy to me. Yeah. Come on, vinegar syndrome. Get on the shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah release this damn movie. Put on some commentary. Like maybe that would be fun if it had some extra stuff. I would like to hear the, the, the director. What's his name again? Uh, Nick. Uh, was it Nick Powell? Nick Powell. I would like to hear some commentary from him. That would be fun. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, Daniel, you might know this. There's one movie that really needs a legitimate dvd blu-ray 4k whatever version and that's 1995's congo god damn it everybody's still alive ernie hudson's still around right i think frank marshall the director is around I, I, all, laura linney i want to i want to hear joey pants talk about his two scenes with Bruce Campbell. <laughs> i you're right that would be legendary i would yeah. i would love that is joe don baker still around Ooh, I don't oh, know. I think he might have he's left uh, us. Yeah, yeah he may. But, have but us, literally but... everybody else. Yeah, they, they can all talk about their favorite Joe Don Baker stories. 
Yeah, man, we saw him jerking off in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> and then when we caught him, he yelled, set. Did you get the diamonds? Oh, he's still alive. <laughs> oh, still alive. Joe Don Baker, hit us up. <laughs> oh, God, we're, we apologize. Yeah, he's still alive. I, I'm shocked. <laughs> he, he just looks like someone that drinks and smokes. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't look healthy in the 80s. Yeah, so. He has not looked healthy in like a long time. So. Was, was Congratulations. Justice or Texas Justice or whatever that group yes. is. Also, guys, there's absolutely no way to Google this, but over under is Joe Don Baker vaccinated? No. <laughs> oh, no way. This guy well, is just... Joe is, but not Don Baker. <laughs> yeah. Flying by the seat of his pants. Just just rolling the dice out there. <laughs> all right but we've reached the most important part what did we learn from outcast besides how love uh daniel's our guest would you like to go first i learned that you can actually make a movie that is visually captivating and you know i i don't know if it's because i've been lucky enough to see i've seen some pretty good movies i've seen a lot of really bad ones but I've never seen a movie that actually got me into it without really digging into the characters and not giving me too much exposition. Like it really does focus. It does what it does best. It focuses on the action. It focuses on uh, a lot of the, the adventure aspect of it and then trying to get away and those, those things, those, the, some of the special effects and stuff like that, uh, which a lot of is very practical, uh, which, which I appreciated it. So I learned that I can actually enjoy a movie and it not have really any way of like really have no depth to it. Like there really was, <laughs> it was a very shallow film and I still had a really good time. Uh, Daniel like casual sex. a backhanded compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it was very much like really good casual sex watching this movie. Like I'm never going to call this bitch again, but it was good. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Hey, babe, how about you? What did you learn? <laughs> uh, I learned that you better get Nick Cage's motherfucking wine That's stats. Right. <laughs> uh, I learned uh, the white white devils do bathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, if, eventually y'all had to start. <laughs> eventually y'all had to start bathing. Now y'all now now the white devil is the king of soaps. I mean, we're we're getting sold soaps left and right. I mean, soap is is a big part right? of our economy. It's yeah. All kinds of sanitizer and shit. Yeah. Remember those Garnier Fructase commercials? Like, oh, fuck! Like, I'm finally going to come because my husband Oh, God, I'm going to take a hit off my shampoo. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> those commercials are so crazy. But it also gave me boners because I was like a teenager and I was just like, oh, just yeah, you see hear. those yeah. fucking wet shoulders and shit? Oh, oh just glistening wet shoulders. Fuck yeah. That was my shit. It's a good episode, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast again? I do. I'm pretty blasted right now. But yes, I do I do have a podcast. <laughs> There's blood and honey, guys. Uh, if y'all ever get a hell uh get a hold of this this beer, um do so, please. Enjoy it. Um, or if you ever visit South Texas, if you ever want to visit San Antonio, give me a give me a call, man. We'll we'll definitely hit up some hit up some pubs yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. it's gonna be a rough season this coming season but you know what oh, we're rebuilding we're we, we're formulating. we have what 15 first round draft picks in the next three yeah. years like we'll, we'll be fine it's gonna happen Jante um, who 
I know. Who would have thought he was such a douche? I didn't think he was that much. I have a bobblehead of him. I don't know what. I mean, his name is Dushante. So yeah, Dushante. <laughs> I have his jersey too, and I have the Fiesta one. It's like it's dope as shit. And now I can't wear it. I'm so pissed. I spent so much money on it. You gotta get like one of the classic, like the '90s ones with the uh, fuchsia and the turquoise and shit. Yeah, and uh, get like a, like a Sean Elliott. I my sister has my Sean Elliott. I have uh, David Robinson, the USA team. I have uh, I have of course I have a Tim Duncan. You gotta have a Tim Duncan. I have a yeah. G- 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 I, 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 have a G- I got G- the Tim Duncan that says Big Fundamental on the back. Love it. Love it. And here's one that I have, bro, that I get a lot of compliments from when I wear them at the games. I have a Dennis Rodman Spurs jersey. Fuck yeah, dude. An original. It's amazing. My uncle got it for me way back in the day. Anyway, aside from all that, yes, I do host a podcast called the Mustachioed Podcastio where I talk about movies very similar to this. And uh, But the most important part of it is we make sure that there is a mustachioed actor in there that we are ready to honor and show some respect to. And then we talk about the film and we uh, give you know give our opinions on it, give a little bit of a review. So if you want to check that out, um, you can um, check out the Instagram at Mustachioed Podcastio, M-O-U-S-T-A-S-T-I-O. And you can also check out the Twitter at M-Podcastio. And you're also um, welcome to direct message me with a movie. If you want to be on the podcast, feel free. I am more than welcome to uh, bring you on the show and shoot the shit with you. But yes, Shake that's down. pretty Let's much it. it happen. Let's do it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can also find my goods and worse for sale at untidyvenus.etsy.com and at the local Artisan Collective. Yes, here in Ogden, Utah. Also, come join my Patreon for $4 a month. You also can receive a, uh, oh my gosh, sorry. A waterproof vinyl UV resistant sticker, perfect for laptops, skateboards, helmets, whatever. Four dollars a month at my Patreon, Untidy Venus. Sorry, Untidy Venus on Patreon. Wow. You okay? No. No, Those I'm not. Are good. Like goddamn edible glitter. Went straight to your <laughs> it brain. It went straight to my brain. It's clogging it up. Love it. So, Steve, yes, I am on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Steve. Yeah, Thanks, man. Sorry. Uh, I'm not hosting, so I'm not going to yeah. try it out. <laughs> you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies, where you can hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything I Learned from Movies. Glitterbomb. Yeah, do not glitterbomb. You said EILF Movies. You will be punched in the throat. Yeah, I just um, said like a bag of glitter to Steve. It's just a giant bucket of it. Daniel, do you want do you want my shit with glitter in it? Then do not do that. <laughs> Just shit color. Uh, that would actually be kind of cool. I'll freeze it. <laughs> like, oh man, there's shit on my shoes and glitter. You're just like lacquering it and then auctioning it off on eBay. <laughs> it might hold back the scent a notch, you know, a little bit. Yeah, actually, you never yeah, know. Well, that I do. <laughs> you know, I gotta so. say, I do feed Steve a high quality diet. His poops shouldn't be that stinky. <laughs> yeah, it's like adding sawdust to vomit. You know, it just kind of it, it gives it a coating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it easier to scoop. You know what? We should tell custodians to start putting glitter on on vomit instead of uh, sawdust. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't like this idea. That'll be your nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Daniel. 
And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. Not it don't matter how, because we're going to start with that program show.